Deathloop. Near Replicant. Cyberpunk got a nomination. 224744871139. Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy. Hey, everybody. And we're live. I think we're live. Yeah, we're 10 seconds yeah, we in. We didn't even do an intro, folks. <laughs> Listen, Forza we're Horizon shooting from 5. the hip here. Um, blank, rift apart. We're going to put Resident this on full Evil screen Village for you. And you guys can watch with us. Innovation in accessibility. And then we'll get into it. Presented by Chevrolet recognizes games that are pushing boundaries by making our industry available to more people. Selected by a special committee of accessibility experts, go. the nominees are Far Cry 6, Forza Horizon 5, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and The Veil Shadow of the Crown. Next up, best narrative for the best story in a game. The nominees are Deathloop, It Takes Two, Life is Strange True Colors, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and Psychonauts 2. Games for Impact recognizes a thought-provoking game with a profound pro-social meaning. The nominees are Before Your Eyes, Boyfriend Dungeon, Chicory, Life is Strange, True Colors, and No Longer Home. Best Independent Game celebrates a game made outside of the traditional publishing system. The nominees are 12 Minutes, Death's Door, yeah. Hina, Bridge of Spirits, Inscription, and Loop Hero. This is where our nominees will be seated in just a few weeks. But for now, let's get back to the nominations. For Best Mobile Game, presented by Verizon, the nominees are Fantasian, Genshin Impact, League of Legends Wild Rift, that's already over Marvel, with. Future Revolution, and <laughs> Genshin Pokemon Impact. <laughs> for the third year, we are presenting an award for Best Community Support. The nominees are Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy XIV, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. How Best the hell can Sea of Thieves not be in there? Recognizes a development I, studio that I published its first ever game in 2021. The nominees are Kena, Bridge of Spirits, Sable, The Artful Escape, The Forgotten City, and Valheim. Best VR AR game. The nominees are Hitman 3, I Expect You to Die 2, Lone Echo 2, Resident Evil 4, and Sniper Elite VR. For Content Creator of the Year, the nominees are Dream, Foosley, Gallus, Ebi, and The Graph. For Best Action Game, no idea. the nominees for 2021 no. are I don't know Back for one Blood, of them. <laughs> Chivalry 2, Deathloop, Far Cry 6, and Returnal. For Best Action Adventure Game, the nominees are Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Metroid Dread. Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, and Psychonauts 2. Mm. In the category of Best Role-Playing Game, the nominees are Cyberpunk 2077, wow. Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei 5, and Tales of Arise. Now, before we get to our next categories, let's take a look at what's next in gaming. Of course, you can expect some big world premieres at the show this year, both brand new game announcements and announced ones. But what game are you most looking forward to? Well, here are the selections for the most anticipated game presented by Prime Gaming. Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and Starfield. Back when we started the Game Awards in 2014, Dragon Age Inquisition from Bioware won Game of the Year. And this month, Prime Gaming members can download it for free in addition to Control Ultimate Edition from Remedy, which was nominated for Game of the Year back in 2019. 
When we're back here on December 9th, we will have more new offers and free games for Prime Gaming members. To grab those games, you can head right now to gaming.amazon.com. And now back to the categories. For best fighting game, the nominees are Demon Slayer, Guilty Gear Strive, Melty Blood Type Lumina, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, and Virtual Fighter V Ultimate Showdown. Now we are up here on stage where we will hand out trophies and reveal this year's biggest world premieres on December 9th. Next up, Best Family Game. Those nominees are It Takes Two, Mario Party Superstars, New Pokemon Snap, Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury, and WarioWare, get it together. In the category of best sim strategy game, the nominees are Age of Empires 4, Evil Genius 2, World Domination. Coming to Game Pass, by the way. Yep. Inscription, and Microsoft Flight Simulator. The category of best sports racing Age of game, Empires be not in there. F1 it was, was the first one they said. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, I missed it. Unleashed, Forza Horizon 5, and Riders Republic. Well, that's a wrap. Now, yep. a look at our esports <laughs> category, starting with the best esports game presented by Grubhub. The nominees are Call of Duty, Why? CSGO, Dota 2, League of Legends, and Valorant. For best esports athlete, the nominees are Collapse, Simple, Showmaker, Tens, and Simp. For best esports team, the nominees are Atlanta Phase, Call of Duty, Damwon, League of Legends, Navi, CSGO, Team Spirit, Dota 2, and Sentinels, Valorant. The best esports coach nominees are Blade, Crowder, NA, Coma, and Silent. Esports events still have been a little different in 2021. But it's amazing how far we've come. Yeah. We got esports coaches. 2021 League of Legends <laughs> it's, it's World crazy. <laughs> I chose the wrong profession, gentlemen. PGL I think you did. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> Global Championship 2020. And now, our final two categories. For Best Game Direction, go. which recognizes outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design, the nominees are Deathloop, Psychonauts 2, it Takes Two, Returnal, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And finally, on behalf of the jury comprised of more than 100 global media and influencer outlets, I am proud to announce the six nominees selected for outstanding creative and technical excellence. The nominees for Game of the Year are Deathloop from Arcane Studios, mm. It Takes Two from Hazelight, awesome. Metroid Dread from Mercury Steam and Nintendo, Psychonauts 2 from Double Fine Productions, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart from Insomniac, and Resident Evil Village wow. from Capcom. Wow. Ooh, boy. The nominees for the Game Awards. Wow. No, oh, well. Think should walk yeah. away with an award. Wow. Your votes help decide the winners. Head to thegameawards.com uh, right look. now to vote yeah. for nominees in all the major categories and tune in live on uh, Thursday, December 9th to see. What are we wowing? <laughs> What are we wowing? What are we wowing? I'm, 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 I'm Who confused. do you think I'm represents sorry. the bright, bold, and inclusive future of gaming? Submit well, your suggestions for the this. Game Awards future. There you yeah. go. I'm going to stop right. that, and I'm going to put back on Halo before I throw up in my own mouth. Um, <laughs> look, I, I'm not – listen, I, I, I wouldn't be boom if I wasn't real, 
right? And obviously, I came late into the scene. You know, we missed a couple of announcements, and I don't think we missed anything, to be honest with you. This is I, this is an Xbox show. We covered it just because there's some people were asking for it. Here we are. Uh, Pongso was nice enough to. I thought it was actually happening later. I thought it was happening at one uh, um, hour time, and I would have jumped into it. I'm not sorry that I missed a couple. Uh, we got a lot of Xbox stuff to talk about, uh, but I, but I, again, I wouldn't be boom if I wasn't honest. Um, here's my thing. I don't understand how the highest reviewed game of the entire year is not in that game of the year discussion. I, 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 I just don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't understand it. Um, I mean, Resident Evil Village. Okay, it, you know, it was, it was good. I didn't even finish it. Ratchet and Clank, yeah, should Ratchet and Clank be there? Sure. But the fact that uh, Forza Horizon 5 is not there is is a bit of a conundrum. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to make a big deal over it. The Game Awards, we've heard this, but you know, we've seen this before. Gears didn't get in there. Gears 5 was a masterpiece, right? Very well done, and it didn't get in there. I'm, st- you know, I'm still bothered by that, and I think I'm going to be bothered by this. Uh, Pong, let's get your opinion on this. Are we surprised? Well, I mean, overall, we're not surprised because this has been the running narrative uh, every time we talk about these Game Award uh, nominations. Again, it's not about winning Game of the Year. It's about the simple fact that whether or not it's just a racer, which Forza Horizon 5 is not just a racer, there's a lot more to it, does not matter at the end of the day. It's a game. And these are the game of the year nominations, right? right? And, and for me, that means that the best of the best games should be there. And if you're going to say that a game that has come out as polished as Forza Horizon 5 is, as technically sound, as fun as it is, drawing in people that normally don't even play racing games because there's so much more to it. If you are saying to me that that should not be in the nomination as one of the most highly rated games of the year, now up to 9 million people. Nine, I was just uh, literally Lethal Papa just threw that in the chat. First of all, big shout out to Lethal who's always here doing you know the, yeah. the, the best work possible. Not, And that's the thing. That's yeah. the thing. I mean, what what does it actually take, right? right. Like you, you, right. You, t- you tell me what is necessary for a game – like uh, Forza Horizon 5 that has captivated gamers, non-gamers, Xbox fans, non-Xbox fans, practically the world. Today is is officially seven days it's out. It's got nine million players. Like, I don't know how many more accolades it needs to be put in the conversation. I I, I, I just don't understand it. I mean, if you want to talk about sales, does that matter? Does it matter that it has an it, Xbox logo on it? Because that, that's what I really want to know. Not to be like a dick or anything, but y- you you have to ask the question. I mean, look at the chat. Everyone is saying it's it, it, it's the PlayStation Awards. <laughs> I mean, do, do, yeah, see, that's the thing about these, these uh, Game Awards. They are so intransparent. They always only say there are 100 media people or influencers choosing uh, the nominees did, and did later the me? actual winners. Did they ask, did they ask you? Well, yeah, who are did, these in, influencers? Who, I mean, yeah, yeah come on. If you, if you go out and ask, ask Pegasus Nation and IGN and, and Kotaku, obviously these, these kind of nominations come out. That's a, that's a real thing with these, with the Game Awards. They are just not transparent. It's, it's a, mystery how they they 
make right. their decisions. And that's why I can't take the, the actual award serious. Um, Gary Duddle in the chat says, is, uh, is, is Metro well, that's the whole thing we don't know, right? That's, there's no like, 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 Arge, like oh Archimedes just God. said. There's no transparency on how this process works. And again, for me, the awards, whatever I watch the award, I could care less. This is about giving the developers and all the people behind these games, the publishers, the credit that's where exactly. credit is due, and it's important to them whether or not I watch the show for the awards or I just watch it for the trailers. And of course, I just watch it for the new game showing. But at the end of the day, it still means something to these people to be able to put that game of the year nomination on all future covers when they put out that game in later iterations. It, it, yeah. it is important to recognize greatness in whatever industry you're in. And for the game awards, again, don't call it the game awards, then call it the game awards, except for racers, if that's what you're <laughs> going to do. Right. I mean, this is here's this the is thing. Stupid. I have the breakdown yeah. in front of me. Right. Yeah. This is directly from the Game Awards. This is me not shooting from the hip. This is literally, yep. I went to the Game Awards. According to the Game Awards official Twitter account, Xbox at slash Bethesda leads everyone with 20 nominations. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, there are 11 nominations for Sony uh, SIE, Sony Interactive uh, Entertainment. Uh, there are 10 nominations for Electronic Arts and Square Enix. There are seven nominations for both Capcom and Nintendo. There are five nominations for Annapurna Interactive, Devolver Digital, Riot Games, Sega Atlas, and Ubisoft. And there are five, closing out that list, uh, three nominations is Bandai Namco, Ember Lab, and Valve. So Microsoft or Xbox slash Bethesda has 20 nominations. Now, there are going to be some people that will say, well, boom, there, there's your evidence. They they nominated, uh, you know, a game that's made by Bethesda or Xbox uh, 20, 20 times. They have nine, nine more nominations than Sony. And, and if you want to come at me from that angle, I hear you. I hear you. That, that's not my complaint. That's not my complaint. My complaint, and I, I have to find it because I want to get who the nominations are uh, for the, the the top six, I got I got I got to find this. Give me a second to find that, and I want to I want to break it down because, like I said, I said this uh, uh, in my uh, in my review. I said this uh, when we you know when we were all playing Forza. If this game gets snubbed for Game of the Year, being the highest reviewed game of the entire 2021 campaign. There's a real problem with the way the Game Awards do these review, uh, do these uh, entries or, or, or nominations because I, I I don't understand how a game. Again, you know, I, I'm going to let you continue because you were really on some great points, Pong. Hmm. It's not just a racer; it hmm. is it it is a car PG that that that's right. the tag name for it. Um, I have been playing it. I only stopped because of Halo. I hit a level. I'm just a smidge away from a level 106. I've been playing it nonstop. I'm, I'm in the Hall of Fame. I got 140 cars, give or take. I love it. I think it is. It, and, and you know what's even more insane is that I keep going back to beat other people that keep popping up on my screen, friends that are on my friends list, and it just keeps me going. The, the hook <laughs> is there. Yeah. It's actually there, but, but please continue. 
No, no, that's that's okay, Boom. Thanks for interjecting with that information. Look, it, it is. It's a genre. It, it's a it's a genre blending type game, and for it just to be rec- or just to be thought of as just a racing game again is a gigantic disservice it's to what they the created. Face, it, it really is. Like I said, there are so many people on Twitter, so many people that I play with that don't necessarily like racing games that enjoy and have found fun in Forza Horizon 5. And I think that's the difference. And again, it should not even matter. We shouldn't even be having this conversation. I'm just adding weight to my argument that Forza Horizon 5, if you're going to say it's just a racer and that's why it, it, it's not nominated, is wrong. I think that racing games should be able to be nominated just as a whole. I don't care if it's a pure F1 racing game, right? It doesn't. It should not matter. If the game is great and it deserves it, it should be nominated. And I just think it... Look, Keeley has done a fantastic job. I've said this a million times on this show and elsewhere. Whatever your personal thoughts about Keeley is... I get it, but at the end of the day, he's pushed the industry forward. He's done something that a lot of people didn't think could happen, and that has to do with games, video games going mainstream, but him coming in at the right time with this idea to make an awards presentation like the Oscars or like any other big industry in the entertainment industry type of, uh, of celebration of it, he did that. And he's pushed it forward to the point now where it is basically like a second E3 because of the millions of people watching the Game Awards. Look, Xbox decided to announce the Series console, Series X console on this stage. So, But he's got to also take a step back and say, okay, what are we going to do for the future here? Now that it has gotten so big, how am I going to lend more credence and credibility to my award show and make it? make it right and you do that by not only disclosing exactly how the process is is working who is actually doing the voting but you also do that by saying okay look we have an issue here because there are games we have a game of the year and we have games that are left out because supposedly there's this invisible wall for a certain genre right of, of racing games and how do we remove that barrier I thought this was the perfect opportunity. This is the perfect year because there was no game that dominated, that captured the hearts of people. Well, Forza Horizon 5 did, but what I'm saying is outside of that, there was no major game that did that where it was like, oh, it's it's a runaway. This year was wide open. It would have been great. And I, I tweeted at him after Colt's post to him uh, about that, how great it would be for the industry to have Forza Horizon 5 get nominated to show everybody, hey, it's it, it's not all games except for racers anymore. That yeah. we're going to include that when one comes along, like Forza Horizon 5, and does something different and does something to such a high level that 9 million people in a little over a week are enjoying this and not just racing fans, obviously. And I, I just thought it would have been a great moment for the industry and for his show to say, hey, yep, nope. Every game is included in this. It doesn't matter where you come from, what type of game it is. doesn't matter what it is. You can get nominated. And I just thought this was a great moment that could have happened. So, And, and it didn't. Uh, Zemi, no. I want to bring you into the conversation. So here is the six uh, nominees for Game of the Year Award. Now, there are mm-hmm. three that absolutely have to be here. There are three that could easily be replaced with Forza. The three that have to be here, it takes two, is a masterpiece. Now, I'm not gonna, I haven't played it. 
I've only heard, I've watched many videos. Me and Mrs. Boom, we're going to play it eventually. It's just in the backlog. It's one of those games that transcends what playing multiplayer is about, right? So that, that's got to be there. Deathloop, I think, has to be there because it's, it's another game that is just absolutely amazing. It, it is really an amazing game, right? Uh, Psychonauts 2 has to be there. This is, this is a game that is a love letter to anyone that appreciates Double Fine's work. Right. This is this is their 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 unbelievable electronic gift to people that have supported that 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 studio for all these years. The studio that almost never was. If it wasn't for Microsoft buying them, they don't. This is a totally different game. Right. They, they, Tim has said that. So, yes, they have to be there. So they, there's your three. Now, it kind of could be questioned. Does Met, does Metroid Dread actually deserve to be there? Well, that's that's interpretation. I have it. I I love it. Do I think it's a game of the year worthy? Potentially. Do I think it's better than Forza Horizon Five? Not on its best day with extra bonus points, right? Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart going to be in my top ten. Didn't beat it. I'm at the end. Love it. I'm a platform guy. You guys know that, right? So I I love platformers. Love Insomniac. Does it below, does it deserve the nomination? I actually think it does. Now here's the question: Is it better than Forza? The answer is it is not. It is not. And finally, no bigger Resident Evil fan on this panel in this community right here. I have Resident Evil uh, stuff going back, but you know what? Let me get your opinion on this, Zemi. What 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 are your thoughts? <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, you know, I I I I get your guys's um I don't I don't know if anger maybe is is the correct <laughs> term, but I, I I get why you guys are a little upset, right? Um but the thing to remember with game reviews and and award shows and anything like that is that this is all objective, right? You know, my personal game of the year is uh, Life is Strange True Colors. I absolutely love that game. I would love to see it win game of the year, but it didn't even get nominated, right? But I'm not, you know, I, 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 I'm not going to call foul or anything. It, it's just the way that they gain their nom, uh, you know, their nominations is that they go to big media outlets and large influencers, uh, and and they, you know, ask them for their opinion, and and then of course we, all as gamers, then get to go and vote on these nominations. Um, ultimately, it, it, it is a it, it's a population it's a popularity contest with very specific rules. Um, you know, does it suck that Forza isn't on there? Yeah, it does. But, you know, it did get nominated for uh, Bet's uh, Best Sports Game of the Year, and hopefully it wins that category. Uh, you know, just looking at the other things it was running up against, I, you know, I kind of definitely believe that it should win that uh, category, if nothing else. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, one thing I said, you know, a, a few weeks back, or maybe it was even last week, is, is that, you know, this, this year we haven't really seen any just huge 100 you know percent like this game absolutely deserves to win this award right uh like we have seen in you know previous years like if starfield came out this year i think that you know a lot of people would probably be thinking that starfield deserves to get game of the year just because i think that that game would just be put on a different uh, you know in a different category than than the rest of these uh but 
you know, I I'm happy that Psychonauts got you know got the nomination. I think it is very deserving. Uh, you know, uh, Deathloop haven't played it. I know a lot of people really enjoyed it. It takes two. Um, I never I have I still haven't played that, but I did play a way out, and that game was phenomenal. And I'm sure ta it takes two is as well. I've heard amazingly good things about it. Um, I you know I I don't know if if Forza is is so much better than any of these other games. I like Forza. I really do. Um, but you know, I, I don't like it enough to say that it is, you know, definitively better than Resident Evil Village or uh, any of these other games, right? Only so many of them can be nominated. Um, and, and it just didn't get it. Um, you know, so I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm personally, I'm not upset. I'm not outraged or anything like that. You know, I, I just, you know, I see it for what it is. And what, what I will say to like all the people that, you know, they're kind of shouting, it's a PlayStation show, you know, to, to Boom's point, you know, Xbox, you know, games or games under the Xbox, you know, umbrella have the most nominations. And, you know, even looking at game of the year, I understand that Deathloop was released on PlayStation, but it is an Xbox game, right? Um, and and Psychonauts is as well. Whereas, if I'm not mistaken, the only uh, PlayStation game that's really on there is Ratchet and Clank. So they're leading in nominations for Game of the Year. You know, just games that are created by Xbox Studios. So I don't know. I you know I'm I'm not upset about it. I I get everyone. You know why everyone's a little upset and so on and so forth. But I think at the end of the day, you know, it's very objective. It's very opinion based. And, you know, nine times out of 10, uh, all the people that do care about these award shows, they're going to they're not going to be the happiest whenever they see Game of the Year, uh, whatever it is, because we all have in our minds what we think the Game of the Year is. And, and usually what we want the Game of the Year to be isn't actually what gets nominated and, and, and given the award. Look, here's the thing. The word outraged, I don't get outraged. I'm 51 years old, right? <laughs> like, I, 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 there's real life behind the, you know, behind me, and there's real life that I, I mean, folks, literally 15 minutes before I was doing this show, I just got done cleaning the bathroom. That's real life, right? Like, I take <laughs> care of my house because my wife, I don't want my wife to have to do it. That, that's real life. So, am I outraged? Nah, I'm not outraged, but I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in Jeff. I'm disappointed in the Game Awards. And I'm disappointed in the industry. And the reason is everything that Pong Soul said, if there was going to be a, a racer, a one racer that could buck the, the expectations of it has to be an action game, a third-person over-the-shoulder story-driven game, a, an indie-type game, if, if, if there was going to be the one goddamn game to do it, it would be Forza Horizon 5 for a multitude of reasons that could be a podcast on its own, right? So outraged, no. Extremely disappointed, 100%. And like I said, I've defended Jeff. I don't agree with a lot of stuff that he does. I mean, I, I'm going to catch him on Super Chats because there's one particular one here that's very interesting. I don't know if this is fact, so bear with me. Uh, it, comes from, it comes to us from Dan Lazaro. And he says this after dropping a $5 super chat. And maybe uh, 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 you know, Boxenberger could uh, answer this question. They invented a category, best debut indie game, so they can give it to Sony's Ken, uh, Kenna. 
uh, Jeff is very transparent with his bias. Now, I don't know if that's a new category. I, I, I don't follow him like that. Like, I know some of them, right? I don't know all of them. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. If Kenna had part two and three and they put them all together in there, it's not beating Death's Door, so it doesn't matter. Death's Door is going to win that category. It's it, it's going to be in my top 10. It's going to be probably think, in my top five. You think it should I, well, win. I mean, no doubt. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, again, again, that's, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, giving, I'm, I'm giving the Game Awards the benefit of the doubt. Maybe, maybe I'm the fool here. Maybe I'm the knucklehead. Um, but here's the thing. Uh, I, 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 I hear what Zemi's saying. I get it. I hear what Pong's saying. I agree more with Pong on this than Zemi. I don't, dis- you know, Zemi brings up some great points. Uh, but I, I, I do feel that when you want to impact something uh, that is so viewed, right? Like we, like when someone says, "What's going to gain?" If, if you ask, we have three hundred people here. If you were to ask independently each one of these per, each one of these gamers, and us say, "What's going to win the game of the year?" Almost unanimously, and again, I'm, I'm being, you know, I'm kind of thinking out the box here, so I could be wrong. Most people are going to say a Sony type game, over the shoulder story driven game. I think that's what you would get. And see, that's the problem. That's the problem. You said it, it's been said before. If I remembered correctly, a game is a game is a game. Right? Does it matter if it's strategy? Does it matter if it's a flight sim? Does it matter if it's a driving game? Does it matter if it's an 8 bit? push two buttons to cook toast. It's a game. And these are not the adventure game awards. They are the game awards. And when, again, when you have the highest reviewed game of the freaking year, and it doesn't get in that category, you got to ask, who are these influencers? Who are they polling? This is what I want to know. And I think it's a fair question. Um, what what are your thoughts on this? And again, I understand 20 nominations for Xbox and Bethesda games. Xbox owns Bethesda, so it's a, it's, it's a Microsoft thing. And if you're okay with that, good on you. I'm not good with this. What, what are your thoughts, uh, Boxenberger? Yeah, <laughs> right there with you. Um, the, the thing is, I totally get what Sammy is saying. Taste yes, is different. I agree. Yes. Uh, taste is different, and everyone uh, here on the panel probably, and everyone on ch- in chat has their own opinions. And for everyone, the game of the year is going to be something different. Um, the the thing really is, um, I said it early <laughs> with the transparency. Uh, I I really don't like that. I don't think that gives the the game awards the credibility they should have and like you said the reach of the game awards is so big and pong said it beautifully um when he he said um even if if we gamers don't care um about the actual awards the developers do i think it is healthy for the industry to have such an award ceremony everyone has it music has it movies tvs has it books have it literature has it everything has it um and why is that because it it can really be healthy and encouraging for the developers to have such an award to get that kind of recognition um at the end of 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 the year so it it would be awesome to have a proper 
uh, award ceremony. But the way how this show has been handled over the course of the last, let's say, five to seven years is is really not not good. And um, the transparency is only one thing. Um, I've seen it in the chat a lot about bias and and whatnot. It's not just that we all have that underlying feeling that there is a certain brand bias. It's also that um, it, it, like you, you said, boom, that that only certain genres seem to be um, eligible to be nominated. And like Pong said, and I agree here fully, wouldn't it have been so awesome for the Game Awards themselves to be able to say, hey, it doesn't matter what kind of game you are. You are the highest rated game of the year you have the probably the the biggest player base within the in the launch week i can't think of any other game this year that had that many players in its first week um maybe i'm missing nine one. across nine million nine million within the first launch. week tell me one other game that did something like that so yeah does it deserve uh the recognition yeah it most certainly does. Um, I'm not saying it needs to necessarily win. Um, I, that's, I'm not, that's a great point because actually I want to touch on that for a second because Pong actually yeah. mentioned that. And I, and I think that that is, that is very important to, to bring into the conversation because getting nominated for Game of the Year, it's a big deal. Right, it's a big deal for the industry, but more so for the said team that is can that now could put out there. We were nominated for Game of the Year. It's a big deal, folks. So yeah. it at this point, do they win over some of the other ones? See, I, I, it, that's that's a subjective, uh, you know, situation. Yeah, exactly. How how are the gamers going to vote for that? But you see, here's the problem. We. I'm not saying Xbox gamers. There are so many people that I have talked to that are not racers, right? They don't like racing games. They, they're people that I know bought an Xbox because of, the, of, of Forza. We can't nominate this for Game of the Year, right? We don't get, we are not given that opportunity. That opportunity was taken from us. Now, there are a lot of people making some incredible points where, I, I, listen, I've heard people say, incredible people, if it doesn't get in there, the fix is in. And I, I, I mean, now, do I do I honestly think he's going around fixing these things? I, that's a bit of a stretch. I got to be honest. He's a businessman. He understands this is big business. And I respect the Game Awards. I, you, again, you, you have your opinions on Jeff. I hear you. And I don't agree with everything he does. This is a perfect example of that. But... He, I, I don't know if he's going out of his way to kind of, you know, it would be a stretch. If it happened, I would be extremely uh, the guy holding the bag looking like an idiot if, if that was the case. Do I think that's happening? Honestly, I, I, can't, I can't say what a straight face it is. But it doesn't take away from the fact, uh, Archimedes, that a game that has 9 million players yeah, broke records, continues to break records. The highest reviewed game of the year that is that it extends itself is so much further from a racer. The fact that it's being called a car PG in itself should yeah. be the reason why it's nominated because it's and so we, different. 
Exactly. And especially these kind of leaders in the gaming industry should actually embrace the diversity yes. that, that we have right now in gaming. That yes. it is how awesome is it that we have such a high-rated racing game? How awesome is it that we have uh, one of the best strategy games in in probably a decade this year? Yeah. We have third-person action adventures, we have awesome platformers this year, we have amazing simulators like the flight sim we have so much diversity and and this should be recognized by the game awards um and that's why, why i am a little dis well not just a little i am disappointed um that they don't get uh, gave uh, that fact a, a, a thought that we need um, more diversity in gaming and um yeah you know, I, I have I have an idea, and, and I've seen this before. Like he's going to get a lot of shit for this, folks. Uh, and, and if you're going to tweet at him, man, don't don't curse at the dude. Like don't start calling him names. Don't 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 don't, don't do that. Because you know where that gets you put on the pay no mind list. If you want to make real change, you got to do it right. Right now, I'm going to get out there on the socials, and I'm going to say what I want to say. Now, if this gets me disqualified. From that that the thing I had put in for the top fifty creators, then that's so be it. Then, then I'll, I'll live with that because I'm not getting picked anyway. That's fine, right? Uh, I but I'm going to voice my opinion in, in a in a proper manner because that's how I do my business. I'm not into this thrashing other people's because their opinions are different. I, I I don't do that. I don't think anyone should. Um, but the fact of the matter is, everyone that that's on this panel, including Zemi, even though he doesn't agree with us, brings up incredible points. Zemi's not wrong. I'm not right. Pong's not right. And these, these are our valued opinions. And I think everyone on this panel has a valued opinion. But I do have to say, when you start lining up the things that are going right for this game and playground, it to me, and I think Akramides actually said this, it does send a poor message to the, 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 the developers of the industry it, 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 because it, what it tells me, and look, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Do I think that it's going to win that ridiculous, utterly ridiculous sports sim slash racer? 100%. And if it doesn't, then we're going to have a real, th th then we riot, right? Then, 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 then we start knocking down uh, doors. Um, but, it almost seems like it's a pity thing. Oh, just put it in there and it's going to win and hey, everyone will just shut up. No. No, that that that's not just that's not good enough, man. I I I'm I'm sorry. Again, outraged no, extremely disappointed. Yeah, man. I I I really am. But I, I don't want to spend 3 hours on this. We have an entire show. <laughs> I, I you know, I I It already got hijacked. <laughs> no, no, no. Zemi's got a Zemi and and um and uh, uh Archimedes came up with a great topic. We're we want to complain about something else. Yeah, yeah, but this <laughs> this one actually makes a little sense. Um and we're, we're going to get right into that, but before I do, I do got to catch up on the super chats. Um uh Drawn TJ, very generous friend of the show. Uh, he says, WTF, Forza doesn't get a, nom a nomination really after dropping a final Super Chat. Lazy Couch Gamer drops a five-pound Super Chat and says, Forza isn't nominated? An effing shame. It's the best-reviewed game of the year. Thank you. Please go to their page and let them know, but be nice about it. You see, this is what I'm talking about, folks. 
you, you, you if you if you want change in real life i know that some people want to go immediately to violence don't do that don't do don't do don't be racial don't be uh you know don't say things don't do that don't be that guy or gal because if i see it i'm blocking you immediately i'm telling you right now i i will not stand for that kind of shenanigans because if you didn't know I used to be a police officer, and the same way I am here is where I wore in uniform. And some of the things that were said to me, incredible. Uh, I laughed at them. Yes, I laughed at most of them. I never got angry because people are just going to say stupid things. But don't be that person on social media saying terrible and horrible things because a, a game didn't get nominated. The, the, please don't do that. Um, Dan Lazaro, which I read. Thank you, Dan. Drawn TJ drops an additional $5 super chat and says, they should have another game awards, but the gamers can vote and compare both awards. I actually think that um, I, I, I'm, I'm again, I'm not sure if I'm getting this mixed up with another award thing. I could have sworn at some point that as we got closer to the game awards, they added addition, an additional one. Like he puts out a tweet. Hey, what what game got snubbed? And they somehow add that because uh, I, I thought it was always thought it was seven. I mean. No, I'm, I'm not sure about that. What he actually does is uh, we escapists get to vote in the game awards, but uh, our votes only count for 15 percent. The other 85 percent uh, is again the 100 mysterious people. So I, I, yeah. I, I'm, I will say this. I'm going to say this. I don't know who these hundred mysterious people are. I don't know if they're part of the Illuminati or not. We don't know. We'll never know. Right? <laughs> um, these, if they're gamers, and we know that Phil Spencer's on this on this, and and, and there's a bunch of you know, you know high ranking officials within you know within the industry that are there. If you're going to tell me that out of these 100 nefarious mysterious Illuminati people didn't come together and say, yeah, that, that Forza is, has to be nominated because it would be almost a crime against gaming humanity. And that didn't happen. Folks. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I just don't know what to say, but we have, uh, uh, drops a very generous fire, four dollars and 50 cents for four, four fifty pound, uh, super chat. And he says, Gen genuine question. Who selects those who vote on the different categories? Is it Jeff or, or who decides? Because it is so subjective, in my opinion. That is a actually a great question. I actually don't know who picks these people. I don't know if it's Jeff or it's a... I know he has a board. I know yeah. that Phil Spencer's on the board. I know the head of, uh, of, of Nintendo, Bowser's on the board. I know Jim Ryan's on the board. I, I don't know who else else is on the board. I, I, I honestly don't have that, that information. Um, uh, Dan Lazaro asked another good question, and this is this is, I I I, oh my God, I I, I this is a dark rabbit hole, folks, because <clears throat> I don't I I don't like the negativity. But he asked a great question. I gotta read it a because he dropped the super chat, and b it's a goddamn good question. Shouldn't Halo Infinite be one of the nominated most anticipated games? I. Yeah, I, I I think so. I don't know. I mean, just yeah. go look at just just yeah. go look at the uh, just go look True. at these Steam numbers uh, since yesterday. Uh, they went up fifty thousand in, in in a two hour show. They went from two nineteen to almost. They broke. Oh, they broke in the first ten hours two hundred and seventy thousand concurrent players on Steam. So the question is, 
<laughs> and here's the thing, you know, Halo's not out for December 6th. It doesn't get nominated. It misses the mark. The, you know, I, I hear you. That's not what this topic is. It's the most anticipated game. Listen, well, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's, I don't know. I got, I got nothing, folks. I got nothing on that one. Uh, All we can say, he, uh, who, who sent a super chat? He is right. He's, he's <laughs> That's... absolutely right. Um, yeah. he, he says, Reggie Mobile Nine, generous friend of the show. He drops a five out super chat and says, "Sup, boom and crew. The Sony bias is just real. It's the reason Xbox games get skewed." reviews and why they often don't get an award recognition i i can't argue that kirby louise drops an addition wow kirby louise drops a ten dollars which hey kirby thank you so much for the generosity he says uh, call of duty warzone over minecraft for ongoing game when the latter added the caves and cliffs update uh they never uh the, the nether update expanded the vertical world size up to eight times and added ray tracing what gives again i saw someone actually said I think it was um, a, a Boxenberger. Uh, See if Thieves doesn't get the nod for best ongoing game. Doesn't get, doesn't get in there. I mean, if one game deserves it, then it's Sea of Thieves. It's it's outstanding what they've done with that game. Yeah, yeah. So I again, it's 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 questionable. Bernard Miller drops a two dollar super chat and says, "Do we think Sony called Jeff and said no Forza Horizon 5? I hope not, man. I, I would be a, a, extremely disappointed if something ridiculous like that actually happened. Do I think that happened? No, but man, it's ridiculous to even say out loud. Um, we have ja- Jasper Noragod, a guard, I should say. Uh, Jasper, first of all, thanks so much for being here. He says Archimedes is right after dropping a five dollar super chat, uh, and I didn't even hear what he had to say yet. Well, you have a fan, Jasper. Thank you for being here, brother. Well, thank he you. Actually, he, he thank you for that actually, trust. Jasper, he was right. He was actually right. But listen, folks, um, we got to get into the Halo news. I would be remiss as a host. We're already 47 minutes into the program. <laughs> we were hijacked by Jeff. He hijacked the show. He sent me into a bit of a tizzy. Again, not outraged, disappointed for sure. Uh, but we got to talk about we have two big topics. There's two Phil Spencer stuff we got to get to. Uh, obviously, you saw the, the thumbnail uh, advertisement. He has confirmed that uh, one of the biggest Bethesda games that is vaporware at this point will, in fact be exclusive to xbox and pc but more so uh what he did confirm in that uh in that interview was that all xbox uh and bethesda games will remain exclusive so if you're on the fence about getting an xbox or playing on your you know your your pewter or your tablet and getting game pass that way uh that's the only way you're going to play any of these upcoming games unless you you know uh, if you if you don't have any access to this you're like a playstation only person you're going to have to make some decisions uh, because uh, these are going to be big games and they're all going to be exclusive. Um, but we're going to get to that in a second. But we got to talk about Halo. Now, the, the Halo news yesterday was massive. Like, uh, if it, I put it to you this way. If it didn't, if it wouldn't have leaked, right, I think it would have been as big as the um, reveal of the Series X and Hellblade 2. Like, I think it would have been that level ridiculous. But it did, you know, Jeff was out there talking about it. Guys from the Iron Lords were talking about it. You know, I was talking about it. So that we did hear it. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. 
even if I had an inkling, it's still one of the biggest biggest things to happen in gaming this year, right? Halo, we're playing Halo, folks. Me and Zemi Games got down immediately yesterday, and he was just wrecking fools. It just it was ridiculous. He was killing so many people in the Wasp that he got bored and said, boom, I'm going to land, jump in, and check this out. And he went and killed some more people. Ridiculous. He's an assassin. Very mild-mannered man devastating uh, on the on the battlefield but as great as that news was as amazing as the game plays it's polished as f i'm loving it i didn't get a chance to play i it's just life folks i got two games in uh, i did get uh thanks to cybernox who's probably listening oh what time is it 10 minutes okay before i get into that folks go to the store in halo infinite there is a free um, outfit that looks like Captain America. It's red, white, and blue. If you go into the store, go to the left side of the screen. You're going to see, I think it's CS something uh, offers. Click on that on the left-hand screen. When you get in there, you're going to see a bunch of skins, right? I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you how much I already spent. It's ridiculous. But I, I, I look at the skins, scroll down to the bottom on the bottom part on the corner, on the left-hand side, you're going to see an outfit that's going to say zero. You, you, you can buy it for zero. It's red, white, and blue, and it comes with uh, a skin for the gun and a, and, uh, a tag for, for when you're online. It's free, but it's only free for nine more minutes, according to Cybernox, who is a part of Primetime Gaming. Uh, we, we all jumped. I, you got it last night, Pong. Uh, I just got it. Zemi just got it. Uh, Boxenberger just got it. So you got nine minutes. Go get that. That go because it's free. It's free, folks. It's free. So go get that. But uh, as great as Halo is, is it, and it's polished. It's so good. There is some controversy, folks, uh, and some I I didn't. This is a this is a shot from the hip topic because Zemi brought it up, and so did Boxenberg, and I want to go to them first on this because they played a lot longer than I did, so I didn't understand. Now. When I said I spent money, I've already spent $50, right? Now, 30-something, I think it was $32 of that was reward points. So that didn't come out of Boom's pocket, which is great. But right before we went live and I got the skin, which I should have been content with, I looked up and there was this dark emanating with blue kind of a skin. And I was like, I got to get it. So I dropped another 20 bucks. So I, I'm in for $50 already. So they're going to make money. Don't worry about that. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Uh, and I'm going to let Zemi lead this conversation. And, of course, follow the follow-up with uh, follow-up with Boxenberg. Because in the private chat, uh, I, and I quote, this comes from the Battle Pass Sucks. And this comes directly from Halo Burger, uh, which, of course, is Archimedes. Uh, Semi games. What is explain to the fine folks what is happening with the battle pass? Uh, does does three four three need to make some adjustments? Oh yeah, no, for sure. I th I think so. I mean, you know, like the like the thing that's going to make me continue to want to play is is progression, right? Is being Correct. able to unlock things and yes. and the battle pass is a huge part of that, right? And I think that the way that it's currently set up with the only way that you uh, can gain experience to, you know, progress in the, in the battle pass 
uh, is by uh, doing challenges and so on and so forth, I, I think is really the wrong way to do it. And solely that being the only way to earn XP, I think is is way too slow. Like I, I was playing a lot yesterday. I was killing a lot of people. Yeah. And, you know, by... <clears throat> By the end of the night, you know, uh, I, I turned off my console probably around like two two a.m. Wow, around then I think, um, <laughs> I was only like level two in the battle pass, and it's like if you go and play other games with battle passes, it's like the you you level up a lot you know quicker and so on and so forth. So I I just for me personally, I think that the way that they have their battle pass set up is is definitely wrong. I I think that players should be rewarded <clears throat> off of, you know, just playing the game, uh, you know, getting assists, uh, killing people, completing objectives in game modes, that type of stuff, because that rewards yeah. the player for playing the game how they want to do it rather than being forced to go and do certain challenges in a game that, A, maybe they're not skilled enough to do, uh, but B, maybe they just don't want to do, right? Xbox is a brand all about inclusivity. It's all yep. about accessibility. Yep. And this battle pass is neither those two things, right? Um, I, I think that it just takes way too long to to progress in it. And, and, and I think it should definitely be something that they look to changing in the future for sure. I, I I love the way you you position this because I would agree. Uh, I, I look I I think that the challenges that are the the high mark of of progression really should be the bottom part. I think that as a player, if I'm playing your game and I'm spending four hours in your game and I I have no level progression, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous because now what you're telling me is I have to play a game play the game this certain way otherwise i'm not going to get any progression that's not why i play games. or, or very play. very little progression or right? little because progression. They, like one of the challenges like i think like the daily challenge yesterday was just completing uh completing matches right you don't have to win them you don't have to lose them uh, it doesn't matter if you win or lose right you just by playing through the entire match you you gain xp but even with just that one challenge it, it it's still it just takes so long to gain any xp like the bar barely moves yeah I mean that's 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 a problem, and and, and of course they, they're this is a beta, right? So they're yep. going to be listening, and they did make a lot of changes based on the flighting. So uh, again, reach out to three four three, which I intend to do, and say, hey, listen, I, I you know the the progression because here's the thing, they announced that the uh, the end of the battle pass, this one right here, isn't until May of 2022, right? Um, so I would like to believe that I will. <laughs> hit 100 a uh, level 100 by then i i i'd, I'd like I'd, i hope so um but if it's this uh, again I, I i think it should be a combination of the two i i think both the uh objectives like you know get, get a triple kill get you this much points now there are going to be some people that can't do that and that's fine mm -hmm. you can't do that that's okay because that's hard to do right um but there, there has to be the same amount of level progression that's even. If I get a triple kill, I get this many points. But if I play for four hours and I get 19 kills, I should I should get, be getting the same amount of, 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 of you know, leverage, if you will. Uh, let's let's bring in uh, Archimedes. Archimedes, I mean, obviously, you know, you had you had some very difficult, uh, very strong points. I want you to continue that right now. Uh, do, do they need to make some changes? 
Oh, I think one hundred percent. And I've took, uh, I've taken it to Twitter earlier today, and I've got nothing but agreement. I haven't seen yeah. one single guy who is satisfied with the progression system and the battle pass. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, Sammy already explained a little bit what the problem is. It's purely objective based, so you only get XP for doing a certain objectives like shoot someone with a battle rifle in the left hand and then do three <laughs> jumps and that's when you get xp i played earlier today for three hours and i didn't get uh, any xp zero xp within three hours you don't get xp for finishing up matches there's one objective again finishing a, a quick match that's it you get the 100 xp after that you can play as many matches as you want you get zero xp for that that's not cool no. that's not rewarding for the average gamer and i've seen out there and that's a very uh, valid point um that they have to kind of um stretch the progression a little bit out because they um said the the first season is going to last for six months now not three how they originally intended so they have to make it a little bit slower but on the other hand um that to me is the, punishing the gamer then you know what i'm saying yeah that, exactly that, 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 that to me is punishing the gamer that is punishing the gamer and i have zero sense of progression and zero sense of reward for playing that uh, uh, game uh, with the battle pass so i don't see the point of in in why i should buy the next one and i think that's not healthy for a game yeah other than that i want to just want to put it out there the game is absolutely awesome yeah oh, <laughs> i love oh, it yeah, for sure it's, it's, it's super it's, 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 i don't want to get people off uh, and, and say here uh, i'm hating on halo I, i'm no, definitely not no, i'm having no. a blast it's it's amazing i it's just don't like the battle pass progression system and i haven't seen anyone um um say that it's a, it's a good progression system or anything or trying to defend it it's simply not good um and it, it would be an easy fix they could simply add certain xp rewards for actually playing simply the game for um, finishing the game first or whatever, you can add XP to that, and you and you can still keep your objective-based XP system for those who want to progress in the in the battle pass really quick. And um, yeah, so it would be an easy fix. Let's hope they listen to us. And I do have one other suggestion while we we are at it. They should also allow us to turn off um, crossplay with mouse and keyboard players, I aka PC I'm, players. I'm, I'm glad you said that. That's that's incredible. I saw a lot of people complaining about that in my feed. Uh, I look here's the thing. Um, I, I I get it, right? Like you want everyone to play together, but PC sure. players have more than enough people to play with, right? Like there's more. There were last night, but by the time we closed down the show on Steam. There was 260,000 concurrent players on Steam last night. They're not hurting for players, uh, for, 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 you know, for challenges. They can go and mouse and keyboard to shit up each other all they want. I want to play on the console. Now, yeah. I, again, my, my skills <clears throat> as good as when I was 30? Probably not. But I, I think that, again, you, Zemi opened up this conversation with, with inclusion and uh, and having the ability to make choices, th having a choice to play with who you want to play with should be there. What are you going to say, Zemi? Well, I was going to say there there actually is an option for for selecting the crossplay. Um, I, I I jumped into a game of ranked uh, last night. And yeah, by the it's way, it's only oh possible God, in ranked. So yeah, but well, I don't I don't want to even play let ranked. me turn it off. 
what I was going to say is it wouldn't even let me turn it off. Like it allows me to click cross play, but then like there's like no. It's still great out. Like, you have to play, I think, like something. 10 matches in ranked. And after that, gotcha. um, then you can turn it actually off. That's but I don't want to play ranked. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. more of a casual gamer. I, I, right. I don't, I'm not in for the challenge and the competitiveness uh, that, that provide, that is provided with ranked. I want, I'm, I'm that average gamer that just loves to go out and get destroyed. And I, I don't want to be destroyed by <laughs> mouse and keeper players. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it can be a little bit frustrating. Um, and um, so I, I rather, it's, it's good that it's in there for those who want that challenge or, or for those who just simply think they are as good on the controller as others are on mouse and keyboard. Options mm -hmm. are always good, but let give me the option to turn yeah. it off. Let me yeah. decide how I want to play the game. Um, but other than that, yeah, again, I love the game so much. It's, it's amazing. Um, yeah, it, it absolutely is. Now, real quick, um, something just popped up on my feed. I'm not going to make a topic out of it, but I, I have to talk about it uh, simply because this is why I will continue to not support um, Activision or uh, Blizzard. A report that has just broken uh, as uh, it alleges that uh, Activision's boss, Bobby Kotek, uh, not only knew about the misconduct that was occurring in his company, but made death threats regarding it. I guess maybe people that were going to make, uh, I guess they were going to, you know, he, he, according to the report uh, that he, uh, that he, he made death threats. I don't know who to, but it's in regards to the, the misconduct. It's also claimed that Kotick uh, withheld multiple sexual misconduct allegations from Activision's board. This is why they need to dump him. Because he's a piece of shit. Uh, and uh, I, again, not a topic for today, but it just literally broke. It's a breaking story. Uh, this is why I didn't buy. I will not buy anything from Activision. If you do, hey, that's okay. I don't hate you. You don't, you know, I don't love you any less. But I will not support a company uh, that is, uh, you know, POS. I won't, I won't do that. And that goes for Activision and, and, and Blizzard. Uh, and until there's massive change, Double Barrel Gaming will stand on this hill, potentially die on it as well. Uh, but I, I got to talk about something that I think is super important. You know, uh, last year uh, in, in September, we got the announcement that Microsoft uh, was set up to purchase Bethesda Game, Gameworks. Uh, and they did, right? $7.5 billion. I think it's actually closer to eight. That's what I heard. I think it's closer to $8 billion. And there were... A lot of questions. Uh, uh, what was it? We, we lost Pong for a second. Oh, we lost Pong. Hey, that's that's crazy. Um, yeah, look in our Twitter DM. He has uh, issues with the StreamYard link. So maybe you kick off the next topic and then you, you can fix it for him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually going to invite That's weird. I'm going to invite him back. But yeah, get, getting back to the topic in hand. Um, uh, they, they purchased Bethesda. And it was the biggest purchase uh, in the history of gaming, right? We, we, we're, we're all aware of that, that that's not a surprise. Uh, and of course, when that purchase happened, there were a lot of questions as to what was going to be exclusive, what wasn't going to be exclusive. Um, and, you know, we did hear Phil Spencer get out there and immediately say any contracts that were uh, already done, they were going to honor those said contracts, which they did. Uh, that's why Deathloop is uh, launched on a PlayStation 5. Uh, it's getting, obviously, a lot of nominations because the game is really, really good. It's probably the best work that they've done in a, in a long time. Um, 
and it will be coming to Xbox uh, next year, uh, into right into Game Pass. But during an interview, uh, Phil Spencer uh, dropped what I think is, a, in my opinion, a megaton you know, line in the sand, if you will. Um, and the fact that it's Elder Scrolls Six has been confirmed by Phil Spencer himself as, as being exclusive. Um, and uh, this is what he actually had to say um, while asked. He was, he was doing a, a sit-down interview with GQ magazine to celebrate the 20 years of Xbox. Uh, and uh, he, I asked him a bunch of questions, and that one of them was the uh, exclusivity to the Bethesda catalog. And this is what Phil Spencer had to say. Before I get into that, let me make sure Pong got in here. He's not here yet. Okay, so let me just read that, and we'll get Pong back in here. He said, it's not about punishing any other platform. Like, I fundamentally believe all of the platforms can continue to grow. But in order to be on Xbox, I want us to be able to bring the full, complete package of what we have. And that would be true when I think about Elder Scrolls Six. That would be true when I think about any other franchises that we own uh i'll go first to zemi games zemi this is it's a big deal it is a big deal uh um, yeah uh you know again elder scroll six is currently vaporware from what we understand that was a big article that we didn't talk about that launched last late last week with uh god howard talking about they had to make a decision on mm -hmm. what they wanted to do what, what you know did they go full in with um uh, Starfield, which is new IP, or or did they or or did they kind of half cock it and, and and start on something else? Obviously, we know what they did. They went with Starfield. We are eventually going to get a Fallout Five. We're eventually going to get an Elder Scrolls Six. Uh, I'm I'm sure that they have they're working on it. I don't think that it's not being worked on. It's probably not in playable format for, for, for sure. But hearing Phil Spencer come out and confirm, without a shadow of a doubt that the entire Bethesda catalog that is not contracted to release on any other platform will remain on Xbox. Uh, what, what, what does that say to the industry? Uh, are, are there, is, is he going to upset a subset of gamers, specifically PlayStation gamers who only support that console? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's going to upset them. Or, you know, I mean, you know, here's the thing, right? You know, we, we all, you know, play games and we, and we love the games that we play. Uh, you know, and Elder Scrolls is one of those games that, you know, for a lot of players, it has a huge emotional impact. A lot of people have a very strong emotional connection to, to Elder Scrolls, myself included. I absolutely love the franchise. And, you know, there are also a lot of gamers that only play on PlayStation, right? Um, you know, they, 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 they 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 prefer that platform for whatever reason it may be the controller it may be the other games it may be their friends that they play online with or whatever it may be and they may just really not be interested in purchasing an xbox um you know but but overall i i think that yeah you know there are going to be a lot of players that are upset by xbox's decision not to publish elder scrolls on playstation um with that being said it, it's fully Xbox's uh, right to decide where they want to publish their games, right? You know, no one is screaming uh, to PlayStation, hey, why don't you put Last of Us on, um, you know, uh, you know, on, on, on Xbox, right? Uh, well, I, well, I say that, but I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people because, you know, there's a lot of people screaming, hey, Sony put Spider-Man on the Xbox. But the, the point is still there, though, right, is, is 
at the end of the day, this company has the right to put their games where they where they want to put it. Whenever you know uh, this news wasn't publicly available, and Phil Spencer hadn't come out yet, uh, and, and basically made this statement, which he's made multiple times, mind you. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's a, that's a, that's a great, great. Uh, once again, Zemi, you're not going to add a park today. Fantastic point because he has talked about this on numerous interviews. As a matter of fact, I've seen several people in. Uh, um, uh, Neil Gamespark, good friend of the community. If you don't follow Neil, you're doing it wrong. The guy is amazing. He has an incredible YouTube channel. He actually wrote something pretty interesting yesterday on Twitter. He says, with all the questions you could ask Phil Spencer, why do they keep asking him the same questions? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's that is uh, that is a great question to begin with. Absolutely, it is right. I mean, you know, how many times does the man have to say the same answer before you believe him or or whatever? I mean, it's almost like it's denial. Look, like whenever this news wasn't publicly available and they were still going through the acquisition process and we were all speculating on what was going to happen with these IPs, I was in the camp that it was going to probably go to PlayStation, right? You know, I, I you know, I, if I'm not mistaken, boom, didn't we have like a great debate like between you and me of, you know, where this was going to go? Yes. Like, you know, I, I had my own reasons why I thought it was was going to be the way I thought it was going to be. I was wrong. And, you know, but but the point's still there is that. Now we know that it's going to go only to Xbox and PC. You know, it, it, it's it's they're they're saying it's not going to go to PlayStation. It, it's just not going to go. Like, there's no reason to keep bringing this up and continually asking and so on and so forth. It, it, honestly, at this point, it's just something that exists. It, it happened. It's a thing. You just got to live with it, right? If you want to play Elder Scrolls. Then you're gonna have to buy, you know, a, a a PC to play it on, or you're gonna have to buy an Xbox, or if you have a smartphone, you can, you know, stream it using, um, you know, XCloud, um, or you know, any other, you know, ways that maybe they introduce XCloud, like for instance, on like TVs or whatever it may be. Um, but at the end of the day, if you want to play Elder Scrolls, you have to play it on, um, you know, on 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 an Xbox uh, or you know, a, a Xbox supported device. Uh, and it's just the way it is. PlayStation people, they're for sure going to be upset. But, you know, it's what are you going to do? Like, you know, it, it's it's a business at the end of the day. Xbox, they have decided what path they want to take for this. And, you know, it, it it's going to be what it's going to be. It sucks for players that really absolutely loved playing Elder Scrolls on PlayStation. It truly does. I hate it for them. Right. But, you know, um, you know, it, it doesn't look like it's going to change. And, you know, for all these people that continually believe in their heart of hearts that Phil is lying or that Xbox is really going to put it on PlayStation. I mean, honestly, I think at this point it's it's time to mature up a little bit and stop being a bozo because it's it's probably not going to come to your platform after all the times that it's been said. No, it, this is going to be Xbox, right? This is going to be an Xbox platform. It, it's not going to come to PlayStation. I, I just I just have to say this like like this is first of all I I, I support all the consoles yeah uh, so I, I I and again not everyone could do that I, I I feel very blessed and fortunate to be able to do that I've been doing that my whole life like I I've never drank folks I can count on two hands how many drinks in fifty one years I don't smoke never done drugs not because I'm a goody two shoes it's because my passion has always been like toys or comics or video games so i budget around what i want right i'm not going to the bar to drop 50 dollars down on a couple of beers to watch the steelers lose a tie with the detroit lions this sunday i'm not going to do that do that right here but i don't drink so 
that's why I have a couple extra bucks because I'm a retired guy. So you only got one, you know, only one salary coming in. It's, it's the pension. That's it. So you got to got to make decisions. That's why I love Game Pass so much. But at the same time, the difference between the way Sony does it and the way that Microsoft does it is apples and oranges because Sony basically gives you the finger as a consumer and tells you you're playing on the PlayStation 5 right unless they lie and they put it on the PlayStation 4 because they're not selling enough PlayStation 5 versions but that's the only way now we're starting to see some movement with the with the PC stuff but the way Microsoft does it Microsoft says okay you want to play on your phone we got it covered you want to play on your tablet on your uh, you know on your pewter go ahead you want to play on the TV because that app is coming you could do that but if you have an old Xbox, you could play it there too. You can play it on your new Xbox. They give you a multitude of ways to play. And that's why, as devastating as, as this news is for some people, it's not crippling. Because Sony pigeonholes uh, or paints gamers into a corner which says, you can only play here and tough titty, in the words of, uh, of the great and late Richard Pryor, right? But Microsoft doesn't do that. So is this devastating news? I don't think so. And when you spend 7.5 or close to $8 billion, like Zemi said, you can do what you want. And they want to sell Game Pass. They want to sell you on their brand. How do they do that? Do they do that by allowing a game as big as The Elder Scrolls on a PlayStation 5? Hell no. Uh, let's get um, Pong back in here. First of all, Pong, welcome back, brother. I don't know what the heck, what, what the heck happened. Yeah. I, 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 Touching the screenshot. Tech I, I, yeah. is so uh, tech sucks. I, I, te oh, tech God. is great, but sucks at the same time. <laughs> yeah, sure. exactly, exactly. Um, look, uh, Phil Spencer uh, was asked a lot of questions, but the one yeah. that got the most traction is the one that we're talking about right now. Of course, uh, there's a, there there is another one where mm -hmm. they're talking about. He talked about Game Pass. That was another interview with Axios, uh, which was uh, really good. I have all his quotes there. Um, yeah. Are you surprised by this? Are you surprised by the fact that Elder Scrolls 6, which is going to be an incredibly massive selling and commercially successful game just based on its uh, its lore, its history with gamers, is this, the, is this the final conversation? Does Phil need to say any more than what he said? It's exclusive. Oh, the, the, the final conversation happened a long time ago. I'm shocked that we're still having this talk at, at this point. I sense. don't yeah. – yeah, I don't understand what – people think is going to happen look i don't personally like exclusives i'd like one box where i can play every game on okay that'd be that'd be fantastic right and we're getting to that point eventually we might all just have pc that plays everything okay but right now that's not the case this is business at the end of the day xbox microsoft corp did not go out and make this investment to put to continue to put these games everywhere that's not what they did this for. They did this to promote their end of the business, their end of the industry, their piece of that, their ecosystem, right? Their game pass, their X cloud, all of it. That's why they went out and made this investment. So I don't understand what people, again, does it suck? Uh, yeah. Again, if you had to tie me down personally, of course, absolutely. All exclusives suck, but this is not, this conversation happens on a one-sided basis. It never happens when Nintendo releases a new game. Is that going to come everywhere? 
why is it going to come everywhere? I really like Mario back in the day. Why can't I get Mario on my Xbox? That's not how this works. PlayStation, same thing. PlayStation goes out and gets studios. Nobody's asking whether or not those games are coming. I understand the history, again, being a gigantic Bethesda fan, especially an Elder Scrolls fan, right? I get the fact that it has been everywhere, but not forever. Again, Morrowind was Xbox only, right? Morrowind did not come to everything, right? Yeah. It wasn't until Oblivion that we saw it go everywhere, and it didn't even work that well. And neither did Skyrim on PlayStation side of things, right? It always has been a PC, then Xbox centric studio, Bethesda themselves. That's why the Zenimax deal made so much sense at the end of the day. They've been partners for a very long time. So I understand that when you say, well, a game's got history everywhere. Well, that that's great, but this is still business, okay? This is still a business, and Microsoft, Xbox, went out and did what they needed to do to improve the quality of talent and to get these absolutely gigantic IPs underneath their umbrella to push their ecosystem. And like everybody's already said a million times, it's no longer, hey, you just have to go get an Xbox to play these games. No, you don't, right? You can play it on your phone. You're going to be able to play it on your app, on your TV at some point. You can go get a PC, or if you already have a PC, you can experience these titles. It is the most open of all the companies out there. It is the most open and accessible with its games because they want to allow more people to experience it. They want 2 billion, 3 billion people. However, if you personally choose or you're just in the position where you have to choose one system or another and you don't have the ability to go get another one, I understand that and I'm sorry for you that you're not able to go ahead and experience these games. But right now, for me personally, my budget, I had to choose. I had both systems pre-ordered. I got my digital PS5. I sold it. Why? Because it was better for my family at this point in time, right? I could yep. not justify the cost. Right. So therefore, I chose, and I can't go play Spider-Man, right? I can't go pl play Ratchet Clank. I can't go play Returnal. I can't play those games because that's a choice I had to make. And so, again, I do feel bad for you. But again, at the end of the day, Xbox is giving you more ways to play these games than anybody else currently out there. And so... Uh, they have to do this. They have to do this because this is how the business is set up, right? right? They're not going to sit here and just put it everywhere just because it has history on other consoles and then go ahead and, and say, well, you know, we feel bad for those people. So we're just going to put it out there. No, 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 no. They want people to come in their ecosystem because they're trying to grow something special right now. They're doing something that nobody else within the, the video games has tried before, which is the subscription service. Yes, there's been others like it, like EA, blah, 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 but not to this size, right? They're trying to grow this to be, again, I always hate the Netflix comparison, but it's the one that most people understand. The Netflix are gaming. It's, Disney it's the Plus. Easiest, it's the okay. easiest one. It's the easiest yeah. one. It, it, yeah. But but at the end of the day, they're trying to do something beyond. They're, they're, the scope of this ecosystem that they're looking to create is beyond anything anybody's tried before. And so they're going to need these advantages. And right now, one of the advantages is having Bethesda Underneath their umbrella, having an Elder Scrolls 6 be exclusive. Phil made this clear. He's made this clear multiple times. Yes. Again, he's not going to back himself in the corner. That's why he's chosen his words carefully. But anybody 
that with anybody that understands how this all works, <laughs> that has takes a look at the industry as a whole from that satellite view and understands the business side of things can read between the lines. We all knew what he was saying the first time he said it. Right. That that's just the way it is. Anything that does not is not contractually obligated. Yes. And obviously, again, he talked about the legacy titles. That means games that are already on other systems, they will continue to support. So again, right there, he told you all Elder Scrolls Six does not is not a legacy title. Elder Scrolls, you could say, well, that's a legacy franchise. Yeah, he said legacy title. Elder right. Scrolls 6 is not on another platform because it's not even made yet. Guess what? It's coming to Xbox. It's coming to PC. And that's where you're going to have to play it at. So $7.5, almost $8 billion, I think is what the final number was. It was like 7.9. Yeah, it was, uh, it was just under $8 billion. Yeah, yeah just yeah. under $8 yeah. billion. You don't go make that investment and then just give it back and just keep the status quo. Okay, you do that for a reason. The games are uh, available over here. You know, again, feel bad for you if you don't have the means or you've made the choice to lock yourself into one system. That's the way it is. If I want to play Nintendo games, I have to go buy a Switch. If I want to play PlayStation games, I have to go buy PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5, period. End of story. That's the way it is. Same goes here. Sorry. Again, this is competition. This is business. They're trying to do something special here. They're trying to give more accessibility to more people. If you just hate Xbox so badly that you, you that you're not willing to play it anywhere else, well, then that that's a personal choice and and and, and that's something that you got to deal with. I again, there's just I can't believe we're even having this talk still because it's over with. Again, now anybody at this point going forward, I really don't know why anybody would ask Phil this question again. And guess what? There's going to be more acquisitions down the road. Yeah. And if these reporters and these media types, again, this is I understand too, they have a business as well and their business is clicks. They're going to get the clicks with these type of questions. So I understand why they come up with these headlines, but if you're going to go into every interview after the next acquisition and ask Phil, if it's going to be exclusive, I, I, you're wasting your time and you're wasting your readers time. and You're doing disservice to the people that read your stuff, ask real questions, ask stuff that really matters. Let's end this exclusive talk and just be done with it. If a game yeah. so happens to come out on every system because they decided to launch it, then write your article and say, wow, this is great. This is fantastic. Can't believe they made this decision to do this. But until that happens, just assume they're all exclusive like you do with Nintendo and Sony, period. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, let, let's get let's, let's get Boxenberger's opinion on this. Uh, Archimedes, again, I, I think I agree with Pong here. This is a question, and even with, with Zemi, uh, we, we, we've talked about this to the point of nauseam, so I'm not going to bring it up again. But I find it interesting <laughs> that this this article was just written. It was just written, and I, I I think that you know he never specifically said Elder Scrolls, so that's why I thought it would be a worthy conversation. But he said it. He has now officially said it. Uh, Elder Scrolls Six is exclusive. Are you surprised by this? Not at all. Not at all. Uh, I'm one hundred percent here with with Pong. Um, I'm I'm just confused why we are still having that conversation. I think. Uh, everyone who, who can count to two obviously thought when they acquired Bethesda that this is because they want to grow their ecosystem, because they want to have more exclusives. People have been complaining they don't have enough exclusives. Uh, obviously, they buy Bethesda to get exclusives. It was so clear. And then when 
uh, in I think it was in February or March when they had that official uh, welcome to the family uh, stream. Uh, they sat there and said they are going to honor the existing contracts, but yeah. everything else obviously going to be exclusive. I don't know how much clearer you can phrase it. Um, when Starfield came uh, out on stage at E3, they said it's going to be an exclusive. People still didn't believe it. After that, they said, oh, it could be timed exclusive or stuff like that. No, it's exclusive. And now we have Elder Scrolls 6, obviously going to be exclusive. Wolfenstein 3 going to be exclusive. The next Doom going to be exclusive. Yeah. All these games are going to be exclusive. They wanted to grow their business. That's how you do it. You offer content that you cannot get on anything else. This way you draw your you draw new customers into your ecosystem. That's why they went out and spent almost $8 billion dollars um, to acquire Bethesda. There's zero doubt um, uh, that in my mind that also games like Indiana Jones and stuff will be exclusive. That's why they made that investment. And um, I think the important thing here really is um, what both Sammy and Pong said. Um, exclusive in the Xbox ecosystem doesn't mean you have to go out and make a, a high purchase um, to get uh, your hands on the game. You don't have to buy a console and you don't have to invest um, the 70 bucks, uh, which is the price tag of uh, on, on the Sony side of things. Yeah, You don't have to do that. Everyone has an Xbox basically at home. Everyone has a PC. Everyone has a phone. Everyone has um, um, a, a TV. Everyone has access to xCloud. Everyone does. Um, And all you have to do is spend like 10 bucks uh, to get a, a Game Pass subscription. And there you go. You can play Starfield. Will it be the best experience? Obviously not. Um, the best experience will still be if you buy either the console or you have a decent PC to run it natively on. Nevertheless, Xbox is not locking the game behind anything. It is an open and accessible ecosystem. And... Um, It, it, it's not surprising to me that they want to have content that is only available in that ecosystem. But that ecosystem uh, is so accessible that I don't think this is an issue. The only people who have issues with, uh, with it um, are the ones that want to fight a certain narrative out there. Yeah. No, so, I, yeah, I, I, I'm not I surprised. Agree. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, great point. Uh, I have two Super Chats that came in, and we're going to get to the uh, final topic of the day. And, of course, it's going to be Phil Spencer, another interview Uh, that comes the way of Axios, uh, where he sat down with uh, Tortillo to talk about specifically Game Pass. And uh, I, I listen, I, I can't say it for sure because, you know, you everyone interprets something different. But if you remember, uh, ex-head of Sony um, had uh, made some comments regarding uh, Xbox Game Pass not being sustainable. This particular comment seemed that if... And I, I know they're friends, so I don't think it was done on purpose. I just think that it was... He said, Phil said something that to me seemed like a little bit of a shock, but we're going to get into that in a second. Uh, we have uh, Tron, Tron TJ drops an additional two five dollars super chats. He says, This if Sony fans want Bethesda on PlayStation, then they need to complain to Sony and demand Game Pass on PlayStation. And that's probably never going to happen, but you are correct. His second one says, The Sony fans are just scared that some of their games are not going to. Uh, go on a PS5, just get a PC or an Xbox, and stop asking dumb questions. I agree. Kirby Louise drops an, uh, an additional Super Chat of $5. Says, I can't afford both systems. BS. 
You don't have, he asks, you don't have a PC or a phone? You can buy a damn $50 Raspberry Pi, get get out with your nonsense. And and I agree. I, I absolutely agree. But I do want to move on, and I got to write this down because I don't even know, I haven't even taken notes. That's bad. That, that's bad. I'm so into the, the conversation that I have to go back and listen to the show to get it correct. Okay. Because, you know, people like this timestamps. Now, this, again, this uh, story I pulled from Axios, uh, who obviously is uh, owned and run by Stephen Tortillo. Uh, and he uh, he actually sat down with Phil Spencer, and uh, he asked this particular question. He says, are people who say this is not sustainable in order to basically get you, get you the money back that you'd otherwise get for, say, like selling Starfield for 60 bucks? The people who say that it's not sustainable or cost-effective, are they just wrong? Phil Spencer says this, yeah. Stops and then says this, yeah. I mean, you could do the math on Game Pass. I guess if you don't know how many subscribers or how much each subscriber is paying, but you can make some fairly informed decisions and literally just do the math on what we think Game Pass will eventually be. You can do that on any part of any business, but absolutely, Game Pass is sustainable. And he continues, "I love seeing the, I love seeing it growing because I see what it does to the diverse diversity of games that people play and the games that we can fund to go and create. I think that's a very magical mix. But its growth, its growth is part of Xbox." And he continues. It's not the only thing that's growing in Xbox. It's the only focus, and it's not the only focus of the organization. And it is as a standalone thing, is very sustainable. And sit, as it sits today, like just today, it's sustainable. And he continues with the final point. I, and this is the dig. I know there are a lot of people that like to write, we're burning cash right now for some future pot of gold at the end. No, Game Pass is very, very sustainable right now as it sits and continues to grow. Pong, this is another conversation. I don't understand why we continue to have it, <laughs> why people continue to ask it. Uh, is it because Microsoft hasn't confirmed that they have 30 million? Uh, you know, obviously there was that that big that big you know hubbub about the head of of the, of, of the company that brought us GTA said that hey Phil, aren't we at 30 million? <laughs> And uh, Phil kind of, kind of, kind of sunk in his chair a little bit with that. He's like, "Yeah, we're, we're, we're only," you know. He said immediately, "Well, we only <laughs> publicly, publicly, publicly disclosed 18. <laughs> so obviously, that was a that was a bit of a, a, a bit of a mess yeah. up. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's safe to it's safe to assume just based on the pure numbers that if they kept hitting the one million per month since the time that that 18 million was going to that was announced which i believe it was the beginning of the year uh they would be at 30 million right now if you look at what they've been doing and the big games they've been dropping in there like the back for blood like forza horizon 5 like halo infinite that's coming in december like it takes two uh you know like psychonauts i mean the list just goes on and on each individual of these games, they are so diverse that it's going to attract a different subset of gamers, right? There's going to be gamers that like, oh, I really like multiplayer games. I like sitting with my girl or or, or, or my guy, what you know, whatever. 
and everyone, you know, everyone is accepted here. So just understand that. So, it, which is great. Um, doesn't matter who you play games with, but there's a game here for you. And Xbox Game Pass allows different genre loving gamers to enjoy that game, right? Whatever it is. If it's a, if it's a dude bro shooter, if it's, it, it's takes two, if it's a game like Psychonauts, which is, I really, really enjoy. I, I didn't beat it yet, but I'm really enjoying it because I love platformers, right? What, 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 again, why are we having this conversation? And, you know, I, I, again, I think Phil was very clear here, Pong, about what, what, what they're, what they're doing uh, with Game Pass and the fact that it is, in fact, making money because they continue to put big games that attract people to do what? What, what, why do you subscribe or, or, or Zemi Games or a Boxing Burger to whatever platform? Because, like, you saw something like uh, Apple TV. If there's a show that is getting a lot of buzz and you like that, that kind of genre, you're going to subscribe to that series, correct? Right? So what, what, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I mean, obviously, there's a large group of people who seem to be concerned about a $2.5 million or a trillion dollar market cap corporation going out of business because the, the, game, the richest cap, company in the game, world, PS, game pass the isn't sustainable look <laughs> this is not rocket science i don't know why people treat it as such i don't understand why people can't see the big picture and understand this like phil said this is basic math that you can just go ahead and look at what numbers are publicly available and understand number one we don't have all the information. Everybody assumes that they know what these contracts that and these deals that they do in Game Pass are like. When Phil and, and other people have come out and said, look, each contract that we do with a developer or a publisher is individualized. It, it, it's personalized. They can move things around, come up with different metrics, come up with different money, all that kind of stuff. So we don't even know. This is not just a one-size-fits-all type of deal when somebody decides to put their game in the game pass or when Xbox approaches them or they approach Xbox. So we don't know any of that, but if you just look at the overall big picture, if you just take some basic assumptions from the numbers that we do have, you can already see why Phil is saying what he's saying. They're not out here gobbling up every single third party deal. They're not out here getting every single big home run that shows up. You know, like a Resident Evil Village, let's say that didn't come to Game Pass, right? right? We're not seeing them just out here willy nilly throwing money around at everybody. That's not how this is working. They are being very selective with the games that they are picking. And obviously, I'm sure there's some they wish they had that they couldn't get. But at the end of the day, they're they're in a position where they're growing Game Pass. Game Pass has already, they've said multiple times, exceeded expectations to this point. They're ahead of where they believe they would be. Yeah. So if they forecast it out, right, and they set aside X amount of money to, to hit that number, and they've already exceeded that, right, of course it's already profitable for them. Of course it is. Okay? At the end of the day, that's all that matters. Why so many people care about, well, it's not going to be, why do we care? If it's not sustainable, right? If, if it's not, let's go, just go down that rabbit hole. If it's not sustainable, guess what's going to happen? 
Game Pass will disappear. Of course it will. And the entire game industry will move on. Yeah. Right? That, 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 it, it's not going to pretty change much. anything. Right? It's well, not. I mean, going how, to... how many things have we seen Microsoft right. do and fail? Right. Right. And fail. Correct. I mean, a Correct. perfect example of that, and my wife isn't here because she would throw a shoe at me. Zune. She right. still uses right. her. I love. I still got Zune. my Zune. I, I have the, Zune. the Halo Zune. There was a Halo right. edition for Zune, a Halo Three edition. I have it. I'm a big nerd. I I, I love that stuff. Yep. yep. Um, and she uses her Zune all the freaking time. Yep. It, 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 so when it doesn't work, yep. or if it if it, if it's not if it's not cost effective in business, right? Uh, it it will fail, and they will, like you said, they will move on. Move on. The game industry will move forward. Xbox is not going to collapse because Game Pass fails. They would have to do a huge model shift, of course, but they've got talent. They've bought all these studios. They've acquired all these studios. So they've got everything in place. The game industry itself is still going to be healthy because more people are playing more games. Part of the reason why is because of Game Pass, but that wouldn't matter. If Game Pass is such a bad idea and it's not sustainable, it will correct itself and everybody will continue to play games. Okay. That's how it's going to work. But at the, but if it does succeed, and this is where I think people have people, this is part of the trailblazing that Xbox is doing here yeah. because they're the ones making this, you know, well, they're taking trek, all the risks, right? right they're, now. they're trekking through the deep snow, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they are doing all the work for a lot of different companies. But I think right now, because other companies, and, and namely Nintendo and Sony don't have really their own versions yet. That's why a lot of people question this because it's Xbox doing it because it's Microsoft doing it first. Whereas if it was Sony trailblazing, I think a lot of the spin would have been different on this from the beginning. Yeah, you I go agree. back and look, it's slowly changing, right? But if you go back and look at early articles when Game Pass was, there was a lot of doubt. There was a uh, lot of skepticism yeah, out there. There were a lot of podcasters that were doubting. I'm not. I'm <laughs> right. not, not going to mention anyone's names, but right. you know who they are. Right. Right. So. Exactly. And the same thing happened to Netflix. Right. We don't forget. We had the same skepticism again. Netflix offered to sell themselves to Blockbuster. Blockbuster laughed and said, "That ain't the future. Everybody's going to st still keep coming to our stores and renting." Right. <laughs> Guess what? You can't ask Blockbuster about that deal anymore because they're not around anymore, right? So that's what happened. So there was a lot of skepticism in the beginning. Now it's slowly starting to shift. We've seen a lot of media members and stuff starting to hype, hop, you know, hop on this train and say, look, Game Pass is the best thing going right now. But I think until Sony and Nintendo adopt it, maybe not even Nintendo because Nintendo is going to do their own thing forever. But it, it, until Sony adopts something like this, we're still going to have this this you know the shade coming from certain sections where this question is always asked well is it sustainable well you're just renting games this is bad for the industry this is come up with a million different reasons why not to like game pass instead of looking at it from strictly a consumer's point of view yes i like to play armchair ceo i like to be in speculation town i like to look at these things but at the end of the day i'm just a consumer i'm just a gamer and for me game pass is the greatest thing since sliced bread right because again as the type of gamer i am where i'm a grazer i get to Try all these different games for one monthly price. It has saved me a lot of Dude, money and has many, a lot. How yeah, many games ahead. have you played that you would have never Look, touched? I'm, I'm in. I, I'm over a hundred now, at least. 
Okay. At, at least in the hundreds. Right. So, go. so from the standpoint that there are games that I would have, I would have been like, Hey, that game looks really interesting, but as a budgeted gamer, I can't justify putting out $20. I can't justify putting 40 or $60 out on this game, even though it looks really interesting to me. Right. Yeah. I've been able to go in and try those now. And some of them I have been able to buy because game pass saves me money. So I've been able to buy alternate titles that I ne- wouldn't necessarily have done in the past. So again, why everybody's so concerned about this? I have no idea because again, if it fails, if it's a bad idea, the industry will course correct. It will go away. Microsoft and Xbox will continue on as they have been. They will shift their model. The rest of the industry will not, again, it will be written about, it'll be talked about, but it won't blink. But if they succeed, you're going to see, and we have already seen hints that, you know, at least Sony is going to do something at some point here. If it succeeds, it does change the industry. It changes the entertainment industry because now you're merging those two because obviously the subscription-based service was done elsewhere first, but the gaming industry is following suit now because of Xbox doing this. So therefore you're going to see that merging of those entertainment industry because Again, we can't have 40, 50 subscriptions out there. That That is not sustainable. So you're going to see eventually some people get together, partner up, whether through art acquisitions or just straight alliances, since everybody likes that word these days, uh, to go ahead and make sure that they are offering more than just one category of entertainment in that service. So Again, why these articles keep coming up, because there's still going to be a section of people that want to question whether or not it's a great deal or a great idea. But I think at the end of the day, Phil, again, shut down and said point blank, no, we're doing just fine over here. Game Pass is great. It's sustainable and it is profitable for us right now. And look where it's going. I mean, he threw that out there. He said, look at the, you could look at the numbers down the road too, as well. So I think that they are all on board and, and he put it another, just like the exclusives thing. He, he ended the argument, even though we're going to hear about it again, I guarantee you that he ended the argument right here by trying to shut that down and say, no, all this stuff being written, all this stuff being talked about is nonsense and, and we're doing great. So. One of the reasons that gets forgotten about in the conversation of why Microsoft can, in fact, take these risks uh, and, and and spend these extra monies is operating costs that people don't 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 really put into the you know again we're not all we're not all gonna wear the CEO hat but with Microsoft like for instance Sony pays for their online infrastructure. Now, they, they, whether it's going to be AWS, whether it's going to be, uh, you know, parts of it, it's going to be Azure. Sony has to account for that. That has to be a part of their their operating cost per year, right? Whereas Microsoft, well, they don't have to do that. Microsoft is basically the farm. They don't have to pay for the milk. So uh, this, again, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely simplifying this because I'm no business major by any stretch of the truth. But with that said, Pong, yep. it makes sense as to why Microsoft can yeah. drop these extra monies into these games to get them into Game Pass to get people to subscribe. Whether it be for a dollar to start and $15 in three months after you're done or whatever, eventually you're going to be paying full full boat for it. Uh, and they're going to be making their money, but they, 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 this is just one of the ways that they can do that. 
It's an advantage. That's yeah. why they're trailblazing. They have the advantages that Google, Amazon, and only Microsoft have, and Xbox so happens to be there to be able to take advantage of that and do this trailblazing for everybody else. Again, like you just said, boom, for anybody else, it's going to be a gigantic investment because they're going to have to get that infrastructure from somebody else yep. versus the in-house that Xbox has available to them, and they're using it. I mean, that's that's what you're supposed to do. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, Zemi, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Uh, what What are your thoughts on the comments from Phil Spencer uh, on, on the sustainability of uh, Xbox Game Pass? Yeah, I mean, you know, like, you know, we, we, we bring this up quite frequently, right? That, yeah. you know, whenever Phil Spencer does an interview, you know, even this latest interview, you know, he's not just speaking to fans. He's speaking to investors. He's speaking to uh, a, a whole host of different demographics, including, you know, the people that are actually at Microsoft, uh, you know, or, or Xbox working and so on and so forth. And, you know, if he says that he believes it to be sustainable or that it is currently sustainable, then... You know, I, I don't really think it is, you know, anyone's place to really call him out and say, okay, well, he's lying or anything like that. Um, you know, I, I've definitely had concerns over sustainability and, and profitability, um, like like a lot of people. And, and you know, my, my concern goes into, I really like Game Pass and I don't want to see it go away. And, and so just out, out of, you know, interest, I'm just curious if it is sustainable. You know, I also have a background in business and marketing and so on and so forth. So to me, you know, it's also rather interesting just to look at. Um, but I think a lot of people and a lot of gamers, you know, they don't want to uh, pay money and, 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 and invest into a product that's not going to be around for a very, very long time. Right. I think most consumers feel that way if you if you did a poll. And so I think that is a big reason why uh, we, we are seeing, you know, a good number of consumers interested in, in, in the profitability and, and, and if Xbox Game Pass is sustainable. And, you know, to, to kind of somewhat counter Pong's point, you know, I, if, if, for instance, let's just say that it isn't sustainable or it turns out not to be or not to be profitable enough and they have to stop Xbox Game Pass. Uh, because it's just not sustainable. I don't think that that's necessarily a moment where we all say, oh, well, you know, they tried, they failed, now we all get to move on, right? I don't think it's that simple um, be because, you know, there, there's a lot of things that go into it, right? A lot of consumers are going to be quite pissed off that they now have to pay $60 for all their games, right? Yeah. And Xbox has changed and adapted their brand Um you know, to a very inclusive, very accessible brand. And that is super amazing to do and, and really a lot easier to do if you are, you know, a service-based company that has a game service like Game Pass. It's a little bit harder to do if you're a company like Sony. So now Xbox is probably going to also have to change their brand. And, you know, it, it, it it's a little bit more, you know, complicated than, you know, we're, we're all just going to hold hands and just start buying games for $60, right? <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to be realistic here, right? Um, Xbox in 2013 was in a very, very, very bad place. They were in conversations about should they continue the Xbox brand or not? Uh, and fortunately, they did decide to continue it. And and I would, you know, like to imagine that Game Pass was probably a huge reason why they decided to continue it because they saw uh, a lot of value in this, right? And you know, will that there be that same amount of value uh, if Game Pass doesn't exist, right? You know, in, in some ways, I think Game Pass is, in a lot of ways, 
you know, Xbox's saving grace, uh, you know, into this generation. It is a huge, a lot of value to get a lot of consumers uh, to go out and buy an Xbox and so on and so forth. And I think without it, you know, I I, I don't know if it's if it's the the, the best thing to say. We're, we're all just going to move on, and we're all just going to start buying you know sixty dollars games again. I think a lot of consumers are going to be very 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 upset, and anything could happen, right? Yeah, but, but I, 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 again, it's just one of those situations where if you look at the losses versus net, just like Netflix, I mean, they're the easiest one to compare sure. to. They're investing so much millions and millions of dollars into these original films, like the one that just uh, Red Notice just just launched with The Rock. You yeah. can imagine fantastic getting, movie, by the way, which was really good. Mrs. Yeah. Boomsick and I watched it; it was awesome. Um, but you would imagine that they—I mean, it's Ryan Reynolds, it's Gal Gadot, and and it's The Rock. They had to pay these guys, like I mean, like out yeah. of the ass, right? So they invested all of this money, but a movie like that will do what? they'll sell subs they'll get you to resubscribe or or i mean again i i don't really know who anyone doesn't have netflix to be honest with you i'm not trying to be messed up but i there literally isn't anyone that i know but are there people sure but a movie like that may or may not get anybody you know get you to subscribe and i think that's the same thing with xbox game pass i don't think it would ever fail i'm going to be honest with you simply because of just sure. pure mathematics the more games that they have in there the more and, and and I really like the way Phil points it out when he says diversity, just like our community, like our community is that's what I really love about this community, the diversity. It's so many different people from so many walks of life that you get to interact with. And that is just if, if that doesn't excite you as a human being that you're doing it wrong I'm straight up because I love meeting new people and new everything. Uh, and when he says we have a diverse lineup of games. He's not lying. Uh, if you no. look at some of the things that are in there, I mean, they're every they're from every genre. That, and again, maybe like for me, I love everything, right? So that I, I'm going to play everything. But there are a lot of people that are like, yeah, you know, this is just not for me. I don't like it. Whatever. Like 12 yeah. minutes may not be for someone, but for you, it was awesome, right? Mm -hmm. Very, very different. <clears throat> yeah, and 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 also just to backpedal a little bit, you know, not not necessarily me backpedaling, but you know, just to kind of bring it back. You know, I, like I was saying, I don't think Phil Spencer is lying here, right? I do think that Xbox Game Pass is sustainable. Um, one one hundred percent, I believe that, right? Um, so I, you know, like the 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 you know cataclysm of them stop you know doing Game Pass, <laughs> I don't think is going to happen. I'm just I'm just pointing that out just to kind of clarify some of my thoughts on. I, I don't think it would be as simple as saying people would just move on, right? Um, but but back to like I guess the main crux of the conversation. Um, you know, I, I I agree with what he was saying. I, I don't necessarily like how you know some of the examples that he said. And and boom, I you know I was talking to you back in the green room before the show started. Um, him you know basically saying do math, you know like do the math, right? Like look at the math, right? Well, we we can't really do that because a we don't know how many you know subscribers there are technically. We we also don't know how much money they are currently paying because you know some people got in for a dollar. A lot of people transitioned their uh, accounts uh, from Xbox Live to Game Pass, and then there's also different pricing schemes. So you know that that kind of muddies the water. But then also we don't know how the profit or revenue sharing works with Xbox and third party companies. We don't know right. how much money Xbox is paying out to 
uh, these companies that are putting their games into Game Pass or EA, uh, who is currently bundling EA Play with Game Pass. So there's a lot of information that we don't have, so we can't really do the math. Um, and then he also adds in that, you know, if you do the math, you can see where Xbox Game Pass, you know, uh, could eventually go, could eventually go. That's, you know, that that's future tense, right? right. You know, we're talking about today, is it sustainable, right? So I I, I don't really like some of the language that Phil used there. I, I thought it was kind of somewhat of a mistake uh, to, to, you know, uh, a man who's usually just spot on, you know, PR. Um so, you know, that, that's one thing I, I definitely, you know, thought was a little shaky. I think he should have definitely avoided going into as much detail whenever talking about this subject. He should have just said, yes, we're sustainable and so on and so forth. Hopefully you'll see, you know, some more, you know, some indication, some better indication of this, you know, next year, whenever our, you know, uh, financials come out or whatever. Right. I wish he would have kept it shorter and a, a lot, you know, just a lot more shorter and to the point rather than, you know, asking people to go do math and all this different stuff, because that really muddies the water. And there's a lot of things that, you know, make if I wanted to go do the math and figure out how, you know, profitable Xbox is, uh, you know, a, a lot less accurate. Like, you know, I, I, I can't really go in, and get a very good estimation on how profitable Game Pass is. Another thing I think that does also work against them is that, um, previous employees that, you know, work at, at Xbox have also came out and said some things that, you know, are kind of shaky, right? Uh, back in July, uh, of 2020, it was reported that Aaron Greenberg basically said that Xbox Game Pass at the time was not that profitable, right? right. So, you know, it, it, you know, Xbox definitely has some reason, you know, it has given some people reason to think that maybe it's not that sustainable, or maybe they're having problems with profitability, uh, just by previous statements that uh, employees have made in the past, right, that that never really got, you know, cleared up, uh, at least that I haven't seen. But in short, I do think it is, you know, sustainable. I, I do think it's here to stay. It's going to last. And, and, and we're going to continue enjoying uh, the games and, and this amazing service. Um, but I don't think it's wrong, you know, that, that people are questioning that it's sustainable and that there are people that are worrying about it. Because I think that, you know, uh, there, there, there are some reasons uh, to be, you know, somewhat worried about it. And, and it hasn't been completely answered yet to this, you know, to this date. We haven't 100% seen... Um, what Phil Spencer has seen, right? But I think it's a great sign that he is, you know, reassuring us. And, and I, like I said, I don't think he's lying. Uh, if he says it's sustainable, then I'm, you know, inclined to believe him. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Real quick, I just want to bring up an update. Uh, thanks to uh, Pong Soul, dropped it into the chat. Uh, Brian Gerard, uh, obviously, he's obviously the head of, uh, of uh, works at 343 Industries. Uh, he says this, uh, thank you to everyone who has jumped into the Halo Infinite beta so far. FYI, the team is looking in looking at the battle pass progression and gathering data from yesterday's sessions. We will share updates as we have them. Please continue to share feedback and raise flags as you see them. Uh, and he wrote a couple other things that were, you know, just where you can go and you can add your your uh your issues or you know if you have if you encounter a bug, you can do that. So yeah, thanks for dropping that in. That that's See, there you go. So that, that's uh, right there for uh, Boxenberger who, who posted it. Maybe we'll get, and, and for Zemi, maybe we'll get some uh, adjustments. And, again, and, and they will. I, I, don't, I don't doubt that they will. But uh, yeah, and Joseph Staten also jumped into and, and quote tweeted it and said that confirmed that they are going to be monitoring that as uh, as we go forward. 
Okay, because so, I'm sure then it. it's got to be a big complaint. Yeah. If, they're, if they're coming out publicly, then it's got to yeah. be a big uh, complaint, especially, again, like Boxenberg said, he played for three or four hours and got no progression. That's that's unacceptable, uh, you know, for sure. But Boxenberger, let's let, let let's uh let's get let's finish off this topic, get everyone out of here. It's almost two o'clock. Uh we had uh wow, we had almost four hundred people here today, which is pretty awesome. I think we actually might have crossed four hundred people. I, I actually lost count. Yeah. Where, where, well, it's where, eight PM already here, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's let, let's get you on out of here, brother. Uh talk yeah. about uh Phil Spencer's comments during this Axios review uh interview with uh Tatilla, what, what what are your thoughts on it? Uh, you know, and and do and do you like Zemi believe that yes, Game Pass is sustainable, and they are finding ways to make you know pay for it without burning cash, as he's as as Phil said. Yeah, well, um, I I always uh, find that funny if uh, we as the um, couch uh, CEOs that we are um, <laughs> think that the most valuable company in the world doesn't know how to to uh, build out a business plan and a business strategy um come on they uh i think everyone's already said it um if if game pass wasn't a business case for them if it wasn't sustainable for them right now they wouldn't do it but right. if microsoft knows one thing then it's how to make money and um so there, there was zero doubt in my mind that it is uh an uh, not a business case for them yeah and uh, i mean we've seen it over the course of this year especially very often how big game pass can actually be for games themselves how um games um that get either a second kind of like a second release a second breeze yeah let's yeah, think about the division life. two yeah, second yeah. Life. yeah a second life yeah when division two got came into game pass and and got the the next gen update everyone was playing that everyone bought the season pass so yeah it's not just for microsoft the business case it's also sustainable for the developers that put their games in there we know about develop that actually developers are now really trying to get into game pass and can't <laughs> because it's so chance right long now list. we actually know that from several there's people a, within the development community exactly that actually told us that box of air they they said exactly that yeah there's a long waiting list already and it's not because it's not a business case for microsoft and it's not because it's uh, uh bad for the developers and it's not a business case for the developers themselves it's because game pass is healthy and why wouldn't it be i mean other forms of entertainment have very successfully transitioned over into subscription models yep. yeah um the music industry did it the tv movie industry did it um the the book industry did it uh so yeah <clears throat> um why wouldn't it work for for xbox and i think was today or yesterday where Sarah Bond also came out and said something, and now I'm paraphrasing, of course, I can't remember the exact wording, but she said something like, um, she doesn't think that um, through Game Pass, the classic retail model will disappear. It hasn't disappeared in music. And she gave an example that it's 60, 40% uh, distribution right now. 60% of the music is, is consumed via subscription services and 40% is still retail. So both models will still exist that, uh, and it wouldn't exist if it wasn't, a, uh, uh, either of these models wouldn't exist if it wasn't a business model for any of these companies. So yeah, I'm not really surprised. Um, 
I just find it funny that um, there are actually people out there that think they know it better than Microsoft uh, while sitting on their couch, uh, basically doing nothing. <laughs> and um, they are criticizing uh, the most valuable company in the world. It's just just funny to me to see. Um, but yeah, I'm not really surprised that it is uh, that Phil came out and said it like that. I absolutely agree. And uh, listen, folks, what a, what a great show. Uh, we had some uh, live coverage of the Game Awards, which I didn't even realize was happening, thanks to Pong Soul. He's like, hey, by the way, Boom, some people are live streaming. You may want to get in on this conversation. So there we had it. And, of course, we had our opening topic. Uh, tomorrow, I will be recording uh, X-Vlog Episode 2. Uh, again, if you don't know what that is, that is a new series that has come to the channel in the form of uh, video uh, VOD content. Uh, it's once a week. It's me talking into the camera. I pick a specific topic, and one topic, 10, 15, 20 minutes. I give you my opinion, and I, I you know, and obviously I'll make some adjustments. You're going to get some gameplay in the background as well. Not like this. It's going to be on the right side of me uh, in a little box, but it's going to you, you'll be able to watch the gameplay as I'm in front of the camera. Uh, it's something new I'm trying. There's been a lot of people been asking for videos and. Look, the reality is, and, and, and Archimedes can tell you, videos are a lot of work. Uh, they are a lot of yes, production. Uh, a 10-minute video, folks, if you didn't know, could, could, could uh, run you 10 hours of production, potentially even 12. It's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a ridiculous amount of work. It's not that I don't want to do the work. It's, the, it's, the, it's what I get back from it. I, I put 15 hours into a video and 1,000 people watch the video, then... You know what I'm saying? It's it, it's not worth it. So uh, the vlog uh, or the X vlog, as I'm calling it, is going to be specifically to Xbox. It's going to be me talking to the camera. I'll be recording episode. I had something in my mind to do because there's no script. I don't I don't pre-write these things. I literally get in front of the camera. It's raw. It's uncut. Uh, it's it, there's no there's no script. And I, I I had an idea of what I wanted to talk about. And something happened today that kind of kind of set me in a different path so i'm not gonna spoil it but it's gonna be good uh i don't know when exactly it's gonna it's, it should be up it should be uploaded by by noon tomorrow for sure uh and then you know obviously give me feedback you know put a comment in there be nice you know if it's not to your liking you know it, tell me but don't be a d-bag about it because people can do that on the socials and we don't like that uh but listen folks real quick i had to catch one coming up some of the super chats uh, we had one come in from Jerron TJ once again. Wow, dude. Uh, thank you so much. He dropped an additional $5 super chat and says, Xbox-owned properties stay in Game Pass and never leave technically not renting. Or, or never leave technically not renting. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's yeah, a great point. Space Davigan drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, I love Apple TV. Yeah, I got six months for free from, from, from all places playstation <laughs> you got six months free all you gotta do is if you're a, a plus member you get six months for free i did that so yeah i haven't watched anything yet but i definitely i'm glad i got it he says i love apple tv myself because their quality basically uh because of their quality basically almost everything they upload is top quality 4k dolby vision at most and lots of audio subs yeah that's awesome i i, I definitely gotta check out some of their shows reggie mobile nine generous friend of the show he drops a final super chat and says there is no reason to be concerned for game pass uh, sustainability let xbox cook 
They are a $2 trillion company indeed. BitCloud Gaming, my brother. What's up? You'll see him back on this Friday's Breakfast with Boom. We will be returning the same bat time, same bat channel, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We got a lot to talk about. He drops a $5 super chat and says, Boom. Well, thank you, brother. Definitely appreciate that. Gameonomics drops an outstanding. Um, I got to see what that is because I don't know what the conversion rate is. He'll tell me on the. Um, hold on a sec. Uh, he drops a $2 super chat and says, Perk, three-month YouTube premium for Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, that's dope. I pay for premium. I wonder if, if they'll give it to me on the back end because premium is awesome. I actually I actually have the family plan for me and Mrs. Boom because I ain't watching no commercials, folks. I'm sorry. I'm too old for that. Uh, but listen, folks, great show. Uh, unfortunately, Mav had to work today, and 3-Bit is still hung up. You know, Obviously, the kid is a good developer, and he's working hard. So we might get them back next week. I'm not sure. But this was a great show. Uh, a lot of, like I said, breaking news topics. Uh, heavy topic. Uh, you know, again, the, 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 the game that you've been watching for the last two hours is not nominated for Game of the Year. Uh, is, it, is it the end of the world? No. It's not the end of the world. Is it disappointing? Sure. It is absolutely disappointing. And I love the way Pong... Uh, uh, you know, painted this painted this out. I think the way that you said it was perfect. Uh, I think that they had an opportunity to remove the barriers that are currently there. I, 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 I and I actually agree with that. I think that there are barriers there. There's a certain subset of uh, of what people consider to be a game that is there that needs to be removed. This was a great opportunity, and I think obviously they, uh, they, they that uh, you know whoever voted or didn't vote on this and you can't really blame Keeley because he said it's voted. So he, whoever it was, they failed their city. Uh, if you're a fan of Arrow, you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> but Pons, please, yes, by all means, brother, sell your brand. You do an incredible Absolutely. show on Saturday mornings with steel rain, who was a guest on last week. We love that dude. The guy is uh raw and uncut. Like he says. Uh, and of course living split screen needs to be viewed by more people, but you're also the hardest working guy. Like I thought I worked hard on YouTube. You got you. You, you do, and Matt have got me beat. No, no, no. I'm the old man trailing in third place. You guys are killing it. Talk about where they can find you in other programs, and more importantly, talk about where can people reach out to you on social media. Absolutely, uh, great show today. Like you said, boom. Uh, we kind of took a left and uh, kind of got uh, a different topic in there with the VGAs. But uh, yeah. you know what? It's important. Uh, I think it is important. We had a great conversation about it. Well, and I can all see you topics. guys going again, going in on this on Saturday. Oh yeah. Oh. oh yeah. Oh yeah, you you already know, <laughs> you already know, boom. So, uh, yeah, no, it's, it was an awesome show. Uh, Zemi Archimedes, always a pleasure uh, to be on here with you guys as well. Mav, missed you three bit, missed you. Can't wait to get you guys back. Chat, you guys were off the charts today, as always. Uh, I, as always, uh, again. But the conversations in there were fantastic. Again, respectful. Disagreements happen. That's part of the deal. Does not matter at the end of the day. We're all gamers and we're just here to make the industry better and enjoy the passion. So love it. Love to see it. So thank you all for coming out and supporting us. You can find me, Pong Soul, Xbox, Twitter. You know the drill there. Follow me. I'll follow you back. Otherwise, uh, coming up Thursday, PM in the PM, Pong and Mav in the PM. Great show. Another show. Yeah. If you like a two man crew like Steele and I do on Saturday mornings, drop on in over on Fun Speculations channel. Uh, we have great conversations. We pick out one. One, two, maybe three topics and deep dive them. Just him and I going back and forth. Uh, really, really great time there. So that starts at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Central Time. Fridays back on Fun Speculations channel. 
for, of course, Xbox Ultimate with the Magnificent Seven. Uh, be there 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Time. Never know what you're going to get on that show. So just drop on in and take a look. Uh, we have a great family atmosphere over there. Family meaning not for the kids per se, but family just because we are all family and that's the way we act on that show. Saturday mornings, living split screen, like Boom said, me and my brother from another steel rain. We get you up. So set your alarm, set your reminders, be there. Again, we don't care if you fall back to sleep while listening to us. That's fine. But chances are you're not going to. Chances are you're going to want to get up and get some chores done like Boom does every Saturday morning because you're listening to him and I. Three, Three plus hours. That's where we're at. Sit back and enjoy. Uh, do whatever. Living split screen. Split screen is all one word. That starts at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central Time. Uh, and then otherwise, Saturday nights, the Shop Podcast, PTK Blam, Centurion, Fuzzy Belvedere. Another great show. Deserves a lot more viewers than PTK gets. It's been doing it for five years. It's a great, great way to end your Saturday night. Uh, we are now an hour earlier, so I have to remember that. 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 o'clock Central Time, uh, because Arizona came back to the rest of the uh, United States. Uh, with the time change. So 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 o'clock Central Time, Saturday night, uh, Shop Podcast, PTK Blam's channel. Otherwise, I will be back here next Tuesday as well. But it is the golden age of gaming, people. Play what you love. Love what you play. Go enjoy this time. All these games. It's crazy. But I'll talk to you real soon. Thanks, absolutely. Bro. Absolutely. Zemi Games, uh, let's get you in and, and out of here. Uh, yep. Please, by all means, tell everyone about the constantgamer.com. Where could people reach out to you on social media, potentially strike up a conversation, and more importantly, subscribe to your incredible YouTube channel? Yeah, absolutely. So, my YouTube channel is called Constant Gamer. I uh, post a bunch of gaming related content, gaming news, uh, reviews, some theory videos, just all sorts of gaming stuff. Uh, if that's your thing, definitely Any stop cooks. by. Well, and, and I cook not on that channel, though, not on the channel. Boo! I mean, what you made last night sounded t- tantalizing. What I ma- did I tell you what I made last night? Y- yeah, you said you were making Salisbury steak with mashed taters and something else. I was like, yeah, I'm all. When in. did I tell you that? Oh, when my- we were playing Halo. Yeah, we were playing ha- okay, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that makes sense, dude. It was so good. Let me tell you, uh, Salisbury steak, mashed potatoes, and like peas. Oh, man, oh, so I love good. it. Did you, uh, mix the, did you mix the peas and the potatoes? Oh yeah. Okay. Is there is there, is there another we're, we're way? We're still brothers. We're still brothers. Okay, yeah. excellent. Um, but no, yeah, it was so good. <laughs> but anyway, um, YouTube channel, Constant Gamer, make up a lot of gaming content. Swing over there, watch some videos. If you like what you see, hit that subscribe button. Um, and then you guys can also follow me on Twitter at Zimmy Games, and I do post food pictures on there. Uh, boom! I just made like this most like the most gorgeous, beautiful, delicious, decadent uh chocolate pie last night i oh, whenever i have man. a slice later on tonight i'm probably gonna take a pick and just like, show it up on twitter but so. the question the question is what do you have that slice of chocolate pie with do you have it with a cup of coffee you know i don't i don't i don't do caffeine i, oh I don't do caffeine God. at all i don't i don't know anymore. how i survive sorry. but uh, you're out I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. I, <laughs> I, I i eat chocolate pie though but anyway once again twitter at zimmy games give me a follow if you're on there and if you want to see chocolate pie later on tonight Sounds good and very tasty. Uh, and of course, Boxenberger, who continues to just dominate the conversation with the incredible videos that he puts out. A lot of work that goes into it, folks. Listen, again, uh, we, we let you in a little behind the curtain scenes. One minute per one hour. So when he puts out an 8, 9, 10, 15, you know, 12-minute video, you can imagine he probably put 15 hours worth of work into it. 
give it a listen. If you're a fan, if you enjoy the work uh, that he does, even if you let it run in the background, give it a view. It, 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 it b- Believe you me, it goes a long way. It really, really does, especially when you start seeing the numbers get up. You know, you want to see, you want people to uh, subscribe, sure, but you want people to enjoy what they're listening to. And if you do, and you should be enjoying his work because he's non-biased, give him a g- g- give him a shot. But sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone where they can reach out to you on social media, but more importantly, subscribe to your growing YouTube channel. Yeah, thank you, Boob. Thank you so much for these kind words. Um, I'm 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 flattered. Hey, <laughs> uh, Night, Nightcrawler's podcast just subbed your channel. Excellent. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for the support. No, uh, really, uh, I d- truly appreciate the support. Um, the channel has been uh, has become, um, yeah, kind of like a hobby, just like gaming. Um, I, I enjoy it just as much. Uh, it's been awesome to, to get in the conversations with the community in the DMs and over on Twitter. And I couldn't be more grateful for all the support. Um, I do have a surprise coming in December. Boom, you're part of that. Um, not nice. Yes. Quite ready to announce it. Uh, but there's something big coming, Something putting something great together uh, for, for December. Um, yeah, but otherwise people can find me definitely under Boxenberger everywhere. Yeah. No matter the platform, it's uh, I've unified my my name everywhere. So that's um, why you can find it everywhere under Boxenberger. And yeah, thanks again for the invite on today's show. It's it's always a blast and a highlight here um, with Sammy, of course, with Pong. Um, usually, of course, uh, with Math. It's it's always fun to hang out here with the amazing chat and everyone. So thanks, and I see you guys next week. Thank you so much. And listen, folks. Uh, again. Uh, I want to reiterate, uh, this isn't a channel that uh, accepts everybody, right? This is a very open platform. doesn't matter what console, doesn't matter your race, your creed, your color, your sexual orientation. Everyone is welcome here, and you're welcome to drop uh, you know, a comment in, in the chat. This is a very loving chat. This is probably the one of the best chats in the business. We had over 400 people here, and when you don't see the trolls... Well, we can thank people like Lethal Papa for that. Uh, obviously, he polices it to make sure that this stays friendly and fun. I mean, at the end of the day, this is not what we're here for. So uh, please, if you're new to the channel, consider subscribing. The kind of content you got today is what you're going to get every week. Uh, it's, we have fun. We have a lot of laughs on it. Sometimes we talk about food. Sometimes we talk about other things. But you're always going to get a laugh uh, on, on my programming. And, of course, I added a new feature uh, called X Vlog. Uh, it's a recorded, it's a v- v- video on demand type of, uh, you know, little snippet of me just talking to the camera, me being just boom. And uh, if you like that kind of stuff, you're going to dig what I have to say tomorrow. Tomorrow's might might be considered a little controversial, but it's, uh, it's going to have a lot of PowerPoints as to why I'm talking about what I'm talking. Because again, I had something in my mind uh, to talk about. We could have easily just said, hey, we're going to talk about Halo. But this trumps it and uh tune in uh that I'll, I'll post on my socials when that goes live i should have it up and ready to go in 4k uh, if you want to watch the video uh at about noon give or take uh but again thank you so much for being here of course gotta thank the super chats uh we've been piling those super chats away and so far folks we have over 500 dollars put away we're gonna try we're gonna try i want to say we want to try and double it i don't know if we can by the end of the year because $1,000 to give away is a lot. It's a lot of money. But we have at least 500 that we're going to give away, potentially some more. Uh, and that's, of course, going to come in the form of 
Christmas with Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick. Uh, we do this every year. It's our way of closing out the year and giving back to the community. And we've had some big ones this year. Even we've added a new one with Mrs. Boomstick's birthday bash. And she gave away, she paid for that, $300 worth of gift cards. And all you had to do was be in the chat. Now, obviously, if you are a channel member or you drop a super chat, you get additional entries. But yeah, I'll, I'll be making some further announcements as to what will be in that uh, big giveaway at the end of the year. But of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that is important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. 